And we go a little something like this. Hit it. Come on. Stephen, <clears throat> here we are yet again. Uh, apologies to the listeners for the week break. I forgot to mention I'm going on vacation. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I'm back. I'm back. Back. So, I went with my darling wife, whose name I forget, uh, to mm. Mexico. And there's... Uh, like normally when we go on out of country vacations, we go to some place in the Caribbean and, uh, you know, have a good time there. Yep. Uh, had a good time in Mexico, but there's a, an issue, right? Oh. So I'm a brown person of non-Mexican descent. <laughs> However, when we go to a place where there's a bunch of brown people who are Mexican, they are going to default think I am one of them oh. and can speak Spanish. And I... I'm not, and I can't, mm-hmm. which is not normally a problem. However, I am, like, I like to mimic things. Uh, I understand that that's probably a, a reason to cancel me, but I'm not, like, poking fun or making fun of people for their, you know, mm-hmm. accents or whatever. I just like to uh, try it out. Yeah, you're know, like a voice dude. dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am a voice dude. Yep. Classic voice dude. Yep. However, I can't, I can't do that in Mexico <laughs> around people because, like, people are going to think I'm, like, one of them, you know? So it presents an issue where, you know, my wife is is white and blonde, and so they never think that of her. Mm-hmm. However, they will just immediately start speaking Spanish to me. Oh, uh, no. And there's a part of me, because I'm like, <laughs> I want to, like, counteract this. I'm like, hold on there, hombre. <laughs> no habla espanol. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, like, I feel like I have to go, like, deep cuts with it yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know, yeah, I, I really got to like send a message, you know, mm-hmm. that message is like, <laughs> I'm brown, but also <laughs> racist, maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> That'd be a great t-shirt out there for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, the end of the shirt has like question marks that actually like roll over to the back of the shirt. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Unsure. Mm. You know, is <laughs> it? I don't know. I don't know. Still working through it. Um, but, like, my wife, like, jokingly before we left, she was like, every time someone comes up to you and just immediately starts speaking Spanish to you, we have to take a shot. Oh, um, wow. Or, you know, like, take a drink or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, luckily, that did not happen too much because I default into my my weekend way of speaking to people, which is to not and just have mm-hmm. everyone talk to my wife. Oh, I love um, that. Because, you know, I talk to people throughout my, my work day, you know, 40 hours plus. And I uh, sometimes I get tired. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I talk to you on, on the podcast here. But then, like, after that, I'm just like, uh, my voice is done. Mm-hmm. I can't do this anymore. I need you to speak to humanity on my behalf. Yep. So that's that's kind of what she does. So anytime, like, somebody would talk to us, I, I would just, like, point to her. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Just, like, point to her and just take a drink anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. You're like, I, I know like, you're about to speak Spanish to me. So just mm-hmm. go ahead and talk to that one. My my way of like gauging if I should take a drink or not is like how close in proximity the wait staff is to us. Mm-hmm. Like as they get closer, the drink gets closer to my mouth. <laughs> and, then, and then if they like, you know, in um, uh, get out where uh, the, the the main dude is like outside at night and he sees the uh, 
the uh, the the guy who's like working on the yard oh, yeah, or whatever yeah. like come rushing like to running. him yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. he like does a quick immediate like <laughs> yeah. 90 degree turn like if the, the white staff does that i like set my glass back down but then oh, as nice. i see them approaching again it gets like closer <laughs> to my mouth you know just like just eh. really like beat him to the punch there mm-hmm. you're like yeah. no talking for me I always order a glass of like whatever drink, like water or maybe a, a Coke. Mm-hmm. And then I like and bring me an extra glass to fake people out with, please. Oh, I like that. So, yeah, that way it's not, you know, heavy, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cause you're drink. I'm just like ugh. light. Yeah. Because I, I like to drink with my left hand. It's mm-hmm. non-dominant. I'm just like, I can't put any like extra strain on it. Mm-hmm. it makes so sense. I'm just like, I'm just like, just give me an empty cup. Plus, they'll think I'm a lunatic. So I'm like, they don't want to talk to me anyway. Oh, that's a good, mm-hmm. that's a really good call, I think, because, yeah, it is draining to talk to people. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. uh, been out in so long, and I, I still don't miss it, uh, because you're basically guaranteed to have to talk to someone. Like, if you go to a mm-hmm. restaurant, it's fucking people just keep coming back to your table over and over again, bugging you, you know? What are they called? <laughs> yeah, it's, servers? Uh, it's, yeah, servers. Wait, staff. Fuck yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, leave me alone you're, already. You're like, you, like, walk in. Uh, and walk up to that podium to be seated, and they're like, Ugh. "Hi, how many today?" And you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, just leave God me alone." Damn it. <laughs> you turn around and walk out. Did I ever tell you that Amanda and I were on vacation one time? This is like a great story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. We yeah. were on vacation, and I I am a very picky eater, and so we went someplace that like from the outside the name or whatever seemed innocuous. We're like, "Yeah, we'll go there," and we went inside. And it was like full on like Asian fusion stuff like everything mm-hmm. on the menu had some sort of asian like soy sauce whatever which mm-hmm. i'm not a huge fan of and like i just looked through the menu and i was like everything on here looks like shit to me and we're sitting there and the waitress <laughs> walked over and i looked at the man i was like can we leave and she was like yeah and we just stood up and the waitress was like but you, uh, but you just sat down and we're like yeah nothing on here looks good and she's like oh, surely something and i was like nothing on here looks good <laughs> and we just left <laughs> it was so awkward then you like tore up the the menu and it was like laminated so yeah. it like really like took some effort you know yeah right i was like Argh! got my knee into it yeah. real did, strength did you like whisper to her like do you have any scissors do you yeah. have some scissors hey, i mean like just start this i'm trying to make a scene if you could help uh, out that'd be great yeah i want to go viral real bad yeah because i love attention I need, I need you to respect my outrage yeah. right now okay yeah they don't do that enough i don't respect mm-hmm. my outrage enough Yep, that's mm-hmm. that's the problem. That's the real problem mm-hmm. I have with it. I guess I'm, I'm really like trying to be a Karen right now, mm-hmm. and you are imposing on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, there's a black person. I'm gonna call nine one one. Got it. Yep, <laughs> I got it. Don't worry, I'll, I'll make my own scene. <laughs> She's like, okay, just go, just go. Yeah, you're right. I didn't watch the full clip yet, but there was a Daily Show thing the other day about uh, they were doing like a Minority Report, like precogs the uh like pre-crime division or whatever and they were like mm-hmm. in the future you'll no longer have to call the police on black people because we'll have like pre-cops for the black people or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that they are like go full on out of that stuff mm-hmm. uh but the karens of the world definitely like to uh to make some difficulties and uh, i actually don't want to be a karen in the world you know that's mm-hmm. why i just stay home so i don't have to be you know what? I was just thinking about this the other day in Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm. He names his AI Karen, which was before the Karening of oh, yeah. society, essentially. She's nice. So it has like, uh, yeah, she is. She's very nice. Very like sweet AI, mm-hmm. um, you know, offers like lethal death mode or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's not she's like the opposite of a Karen. 
yeah and she is a karen but she is a karen didn't he was mm-hmm. isn't it like liz is the girl he likes and he almost like names her that in the oh you know i don't know i think i that, don't remember i think he's like he's like talking he to her about liz, yeah, yeah about liz and stuff mm-hmm. and then he's like oh i should name you how about liz oh no that'd be weird and i'm like yeah peter because mm-hmm. he would totally try to fuck your ai you'd mm-hmm. be like hey liz can you talk dirty to me mm-hmm. yeah she'd be like peter <laughs> i don't <laughs> starts playing jason derulo what no that's not okay i don't think that song exists yet but okay i mean karen i appreciate it i really like that you're like a good music finder for me but mm-hmm. especially yeah. a future music finder that's that's a great service but yeah. i don't, I don't yeah, need it right future now. music yeah. yeah it's amazing mm-hmm. well brent what do you just say we get into the show and uh say we're doing it i'm steven i'm brent and we'll- como se dice <laughs> welcome to let's talk about stuff <laughs> See, it's problematic. It is problematic, but I love it so much. Yeah. I feel like it's okay, though. You're not making fun. It's, no. It's, you know, it's a voice, it's a voice thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You're brown. It kind of. Yeah, like, I don't know, maybe. Works. I don't know. Yeah. There's like a lot of voices I, I don't do on the podcast. <laughs> <Even though laughs> <laughs> I do like to speak of them on my own personal time or whatever. Yeah. You know? I, I, I go hide myself in a closet and I do like mm. all these other voices, which is like, it just, you know, kind of feels good. It works a different part of your vocal cords. You totally. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And you're not like the Simpsons are a good part of this because like I used to really like to do, uh, I always mix it up from the Aladdin monkey and, and the oh. grocery store or the convenience store clerk, but a poo, a poo is the Simpsons. Abu is uh, Abu. From Aladdin. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, not right. I'm not, I'm not, they don't, I'm not saying anything. I just the names get mixed up in my head because they were mm-hmm. around the same time when I was like seven years old. But yeah, uh, yeah I used to do like a Pooh's voice all the time. There's a specific quote about the Fourth of July that I love to say about blowing up, uh, like celebrate the independence of your country by blowing up a small part of it, mm-hmm. which just now doesn't even sound as good as when I do the voice. But now I'm like, oh, even Hank Azaria is like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, this is probably a bad idea the whole time. But like, I always just thought like, oh, it's this like Simpsons character, you know? Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. But Mm-hmm. times change you know they do and brent, yeah mm-hmm. and brent stays brown that's right so. i stay brown and matter of fact i'm bringing in other brownness into myself that, which sounds <laughs> no uh i'm happy with no, how okay. that sounds <laughs> i'll just leave it <laughs> play it where it lies you know? i like that i like that a lot yeah well yeah, uh fine. yeah so it's been a w- another week off we've had two weeks off uh, in the last month so yeah it's been oh crazy like even today mm-hmm. i was like what episode is this i don't even know anymore i forgot mm-hmm. how to do the show so episode six wow man mm-hmm. we're getting up there almost well, double digits. <laughs> we're almost there <laughs> we're finally gonna beat that canadian oh. let's talk about stuff oh, oh, wow. man i forget about them sometimes but then you remember them and you're like hmm wonder what those guys are up to yeah probably something worthwhile probably 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 successful probably yeah they're like the canadians they're like the canadia the canadia the canada's Mm -hmm. version of like uh jeff bezos and elon musk right now did you know that those two dudes they're they really hit it off yeah they're in space i was yeah i was gonna say in space yeah Mm -hmm. it's because canada is north of north you know of america Mm -hmm. it's part of north Mm -hmm. america but it's north of america Mm -hmm. and uh up is where space is Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure. And magnets are involved somehow. But I'm not sure. But if you did get the vaccine, you will. Magnets do stick to you. I don't know. I don't know all the. I'm on Facebook again, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm learning a lot. It, and honestly, like 
F9 the Fast Saga, mm-hmm. uh, one movie, an entire saga in, in one movie, um, <laughs> does get into that. Oh, like, okay, good, good, good. As, as the vaccine was rolling out, they're like, guys, we can't avoid talking about mm-hmm. this. We know Magnus play into the movie. We have to address it. Yeah. So there it is. Do, do they play part of the movie? Magnets? I haven't seen it yet. Don't oh, spoil Steven. anything. I, well, Magnets play a part. What? And in this movie, the role of Magnets played by Magnets. <laughs> I was like, where does it go with this? And it, and it delivered. Yeah. I like that. You know, it's like in Fury Road, Sand played by Sand. Oh, and then, yeah. you know, yeah. Man, I like, what a good I like movie, this. right? Anyway. Yes. See, <laughs> si, senor. I hey, thought about that hey, again hey. yesterday. I was like, God, I just, I just, ah. Uh, he just doesn't like it. He just doesn't like it. It's okay. It's okay. You know what? I had to like convince it, it, myself all It's not again. for me. Yeah. It's, it's not, totally for, fine. not for me. Yeah. I, I'm going to keep me. myself open to rewatching it later. I might go back to mm-hmm. um, watch the other Mad Max movies. I know they're I've like, that. it's not heavily like in. Like continuity doesn't yeah. only play a factor, but I think tone would. Yes, and tone uh, would. so maybe that would. Yeah, yeah. Tone look. Tone. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's do it. Foggy Colbadina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he starts yelling at Ace Ventura. <laughs> what? On the track? How can we never heard that part? What happened? Why is he on movies all the time now? I don't know. He has a great voice. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. There's like he such like a first... '90s voice to me. You know. Yeah. He. Uh, he has. Um, he was the the first. It was the first time. My God, I got to spit these words out. Yep. I'm trying to translate to English. Um, <laughs> but it was the first time that I saw a rapper be an actor. Was a Tony right. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like I was like, oh, they can do multiple things, man. Like you can, like an entertainer can do multiple what? things. This is insane. Insane to me, man. Yeah, I looked up uh, him right now. I don't know what all he's up to. He's only 55. Um, oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. But. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I just haven't seen him in so long, you know. Mm-hmm. But he definitely oh, was man. in so many, He was in Blank Check. Do you yeah. that movie? Oh, my God. I love that movie. Yeah. I had a, a huge crush on that uh, oh. that lead female actress oh, in that movie. my God, yes. Lead female actress? I could have just said lead <laughs> actress. Good Lord. Yeah, but she is hot. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to... Yeah. Tone Loke right there. Karen Duffy? Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Karen Duffy. Yeah. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's hot in that movie. And then she mm-hmm. like totally leads that child on. That he's. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. I will fuck you in like ten years when you're old enough. Yeah. <laughs> Call me yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything going on for the next ten years, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm sure I'll keep myself available for you, child. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking up. Hold on. I want to see what else he's been up to. When's the last movie? Wow. Oh, I'm. I know he like voiced a, a bear in a cartoon. I remember watching that when I was younger. It was like Sea Bear, sea and, bear Jam- and Jamal. Jamal? Fuck yes. I, recall works. If you did that. I've never <laughs> seen that before. Yeah. That's amazing. It's a German American Saturday morning animated musical comedy children's <laughs> television series. <laughs> like Fast and Furious or yeah. The Fast and The Furious is a German American <laughs> car racing movie. Oh man, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he he did like a movie. He, he did like a movie in uh, 2008 and then 2014 or like some episodes of something, I guess, like TV mm-hmm. show stuff. So uh, and then, yeah, his last like movies and stuff were like 2014. Interesting, man. I got to learn about Tone Loke now. You know, who knew, you know, you get into this show and sometimes you just like get a blast from the past. You got to get into it again. You got to do what you got to do. And speaking of, yeah. of uh, 
rappers in their 50s. I heard that uh, Biz Marquis just oh, passed away. Biz. Yeah. Man, that one. Uh, Amanda told me that the other day. She was like, did you see Biz Marquis died? And I was like, he he supposedly died a month ago. Did he, did he really die? And she was like, yeah, I saw that he supposedly died a month ago. Did you know about that? There was like no, rumors. Huh. Okay, so like just like a month ago, there was like all these it, rumors online that he died. And he, that was the same thing that, that happened with DMX. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. came out and he's like, guys, I'm not dead. Like, <laughs> I'm here. And then now he really did die. And it's like, so sad. Yeah. Why does this keep happening? It's so weird. Like, a, a 50-year-old yeah. rapper goes into the hospital and they're like, oh, he's dead. No, he's not. Nope. And then he is later. <laughs> and it, Yeah, and then he is. It's like, wait a second. Within, like, you know, Man. a few weeks' time, I should say. Yeah. Because it, it, it's not like... Mm. Like someone goes in the to the hospital and it's like, no, I'm fine. And then like several years later, they die. Like, well, see, we told you. Yeah. You were almost dead. Uh, that was 17 years before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like a month. And it's like, yeah, for the same thing. Like, I think people were like, oh, yeah. Like, I think Biz, I don't know if he died of a heart attack, heart attack, mm-hmm. uh, like a cardiac arrest or whatever. But um, I think that was like the same thing, like rumored like a month ago. And he did maybe go to the hospital or something mm-hmm. so that was like why the rumor started but yeah it's like online you just like can't trust anything it just goes rampant mm-hmm. but yeah there's a mm-hmm. there's a hip-hop station i listened to on uh sirius xm and they that's where i saw it it had like his name and it said uh i can't remember the the year of his birth but it had uh, 2021 mm. i was like oh my god he died and then it like played some some clips and they were kind of like remembering him or whatever and uh they threw to a clip of men in black I was like, oh, shit, I forgot he was in Men in Black. Wait, who? He does Bismarck. Bismarck, he is in Men in Black? Yeah, he's in, like, um, I think it's the first one. might have been the second. But mm-hmm. he um, he's in there, like, I guess as an alien. And he starts oh, speaking his language, which is, like, beatboxing, which he was very <laughs> good at in real life. And I was like, oh, shit, I totally forgot about that. That's awesome. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I, for a second, I, I was trying to look up Bismarcky to look up about him, uh, any any info I could find. He was 57, by the way. But then you were telling that story, and I was like, wait, are we talking about Tone Loke again? Tone Loke? I could see in, like, Men in Black. Because, again, yeah. he was all over the 90s. But he I, was all over the place. That yeah. surprises me about uh, about Biz. Yeah, I, I fucking love that song, uh, um, Just a Friend. Yeah. Bismarcky mm-hmm. did. I, I found that when I was, like, a little kid. Not a little little kid, but, like... Um, I don't know, like 10 or something like that. And it's just mm-hmm. so weird and funny. Like his voice in it is just like so good. I don't know. It's just like mm-hmm. a funny, good song. And uh, I don't know anything else he's done. I just know he's been around. Like I, I read a thing from Questlove that they were good mm-hmm. friends and they used to like one up each other all the time. And like Biz would just call him up in the middle of the night and be like, did you know this random fact about this sample in the song? And he'd be like, nope. And he'd be like, click. And like <laughs> wouldn't explain it or whatever. You just try to get a one up on Questlove that he knew more than he did or whatever. Yeah. And it sounded like he was just a good guy with those that you mm-hmm. know his friends and stuff in the industry. But just that one song though, I just fucking love. And uh, so we might tag that on the end of this episode. We'll see. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and like he sings that chorus so sincerely. Yes, I don't think anyone would would say he's like a good singer. No. But the way he does it, it's just like it's so good it just feels good yes. to listen to you know yeah it feels yeah. good sincerely is the way to put it yeah for sure that mm-hmm. it's like yeah he gets so he's like you and it's like that's <laughs> not good but it's like it feels like a guy who's really lamenting about the his breakup or whatever you know yeah, yeah. and like i if you imagine someone like doing a cover of it that can actually like sing it yeah 
it's not it as good it. because yeah. yeah, you know, it has to be bad, yeah. kind of. You know, that's that's the charm of it. So. Yeah, and then if you do the remake and you do it the same way, then it's like, what's the point? So it's like, mm-hmm. I guess just have to leave it alone. I've never heard of, like anybody try to take down that song, you know. But damn, yeah. it's good. That'd be fun, like karaoke. Yeah, that's the best way to do it, I think, because oh, you yeah. can really suck and it doesn't matter and everybody's really into it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially after he died. I mean, everybody be love to hear that now. I guess you know. Absolutely. Remember Absolutely. the dude. Yeah. Good call. Rest in power, King. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, today though, you and I, you know, we're just going to do like a pop culture catch up since it's been a mm-hmm. while since we, been a while, been a while. since we, yeah. uh, got to do any of those. I didn't, I literally don't even remember the last few episodes we've done, what the topics were. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're just going to do that, but there are a few things that you and I both happen to watch. So we might, uh, do a little bit longer tag team on some of those today. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yes. You too. Tambien. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you just got back from Mexico. You can't stop. Corona beer. <laughs> Corona pour from power. Yeah. Tecate. <laughs> if if you do a jump kick while holding a Mexican beer, did you just do Tecate Karate? <laughs> no, like, sir, you really have to leave the bar. <laughs> like, I know, I know. Were you guys at a, like an all-inclusive? Uh, we were, yeah, we went to a secrets resort mm. and I honestly, I can't tell you any more about it. Okay. Was <laughs> there a fight club on it? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you twice. Um, was the alcohol like that's included, right? At that place. Yeah, it's included, but I have a feeling that they just watered down yes. the alcohol. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's low ABV. Um, because like, what's, what's the point of it? Like what's, uh, why give you a bunch of free actual alcohol uh-huh. um free in quotes because it's already paid for sure you know it's like netflix isn't free you pay a monthly rate for it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so when something shows up and you say oh it's on netflix so it's for free it's not whoa you're paying for it well unless you're stealing jeff, it. jeff bezos <laughs> i assume he's he's in the pocket of netflix on that one yeah i don't know reed hastings he, like, guy Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen them in the same room together? No one has. No one has. Yeah. Except for that. Unless they've been there. I've seen room. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those masks with those yeah. super long noses, you know? But they're doing it on the moon. But, which yeah, is pretty cool. Obviously. That's why they want to go up there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like, I can get back to that sex party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they take off the American flag from the moon and they put a new flag on there that's just an eggplant emoji. <gasps> oh, <you know? laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i think i don't know eggplant might be giving it a little uh, extra juice you know oh, Maybe a little okay. skinny carrot emoji skinny carrot yeah <laughs> not saying anything just saying some stuff it's just about fruit it's just it's like a baby and carrot vegetables yeah yeah it's a baby carrot but it's like next to an actual size carrot, but there's a there's a circle slash around the regular carrot, yeah. like the Ghostbuster symbol, and then like there's there's a a, a bunch of a arrows bunch of pointing at the baby carrot. And Just in case there's any any ambiguity, yeah. You guys know. Underneath that, in like Helvetica font, in parentheses, it says we mean this one though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's though, like spelled T H O, like kid lingo. None of it's capitalized either oh. because it's all yeah, like of course not. Yeah, text speak. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. It's the new, the new era, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking over. It's like cursive's gone. Mm-hmm. Shortened words, emojis, yeah. emoji. And there's, there's one of those little like QR 
code things next to it and if you scan it it takes you to the vine app because they developed that <laughs> it a was, while they, back they did the flag a while ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and they were like well we forgot we forgot like because you can't a human can't just like simply read a qr code and understand yeah. like what it is and they just like forgot about it in the process you know because it's just like we should have updated this to like i don't know tiktok or snapchat or something but, but they didn't they didn't they didn't do that so <laughs> like, it takes you to like a dead app they finally update it and it, you click on it, Quibby. Oh man! <laughs> it gives you a selection of like defunct apps. It's like Flappy Bird. It's just like a question mark and a gray block. You know? Yeah. Oh man. Well, um, yeah. did you want to start us off today with uh, anything you've watched, seen, read, eaten? I. I can, I can. So I, um, on my vacations, I normally have like some type of music I listen to. That's the soundtrack of my vacation. Mm-hmm. Like in previous years, it's been Wu-Tang Clan and then uh, Run the Jewels after that. Nice. And then, you know, just kind of like various things. But I didn't really have that this time. However, my overall theme for my vacation was the comic work of writer Donny Cates. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, uh, he, he's exclusive with Marvel right now, but he's got something in his contract where he can do like creator own stuff. Essentially... It just makes it to where he doesn't like work for DC, okay. at, you know, mm-hmm. during this time or whatever. But um, I read a lot of his uh, independent work to mm-hmm. start, and I, I read um, a couple of books. One of them is called Buzzkill, mm-hmm. and it's a four issue series, um, and it it's uh, about a, this this guy who's a superhero, uh, or he becomes a superhero when he's. Um, uh, drunk or stoned, essentially. Like his his powers like develop over that time, huh. and his life is essentially in shambles because even though he's like drunk and he has these like superpowers, he still is like drunk. So he like comes out <laughs> of these like various fights or whatever, and he he doesn't remember what Crazy. happens. What a cool but, idea! Uh, it is. It's very Buzz cool. Kill, um, it's also very sad. Very sad. Well, yeah. uh, Donny Cates mm-hmm. is a writer who puts a lot of his his. Um, it just feels like very personal when you mm-hmm. read his work. Um, he had a long run on uh, the character Venom with artist Ryan Stegman. And um, there's just like a lot of stuff that you can tell just comes from like a deep place. You know, when you watch like a movie or hear music from people and it's just like it, it resonates with you, but also on like a deeper level where you're like, oh, they were like going through some shit mm-hmm. when they were like coming up with this or whatever totally um that's that's a lot of stuff that he was going through like he is an alcoholic and he was like dealing with some of that you could tell that's it comes from a very real place Mm -hmm. uh in the comic Hmm. um but also he's really really good about being able to end a story on a cliffhanger um which is you know good with um you know, established characters mm-hmm. seems like it's like, oh, you turn the the final page and Spider-Man sees the Green Goblin. It's like, oh, shit, it's like an arch nemesis. What's going to happen in the next issue or whatever? That's one thing. But when you're writing a brand new story with characters you're just now meeting, how do you do that? Like, how do you mm-hmm. leave them on a, a page where it's like, oh, shit, like these people I just met, I'm super invested in them all of a sudden and... I, I, it just seems like magic to me yeah, uh, right to be on. able to do that. But he does that consistently throughout this Buzz, uh, Buzzkill series. And then there's a separate series that I read of his called The Paybacks. There's a uh, complete collection on Comixology that I bought. Um, and I've been waiting to, to read it because, um, well, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh, the the paybacks is it, it was kind of spread out like during publishing it went from image to like heavy metal magazine and then like back to image or or, or dark horse I mean uh, instead of mm-hmm. image um, but the the overall premise is like um, there's a group of essentially like repo superheroes that are out there that if let's say hypothetically like Tony Stark borrows some money. Uh, to be able to like upgrade his armor or whatever if he defaults on that loan these people the the paybacks come and they like take his shit essentially awesome. so that's kind of what the the series is these are it's, both like it's, so inventive i love these ideas they they really that's are awesome. and the characters are all like unique they're like kind of plays on tropes of other mm-hmm. characters at, at points um, but there are things that are revealed as you go throughout the series both buzzkill and paybacks to where you're like oh holy shit this is like this is like some intense shit that's going on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there are characters that show up, uh, or one character in particular that shows up in Buzzkill that follows through cool. in the Paybacks. And then there's a third series um, I was I have have been reading as it's been coming out called Crossover, mm-hmm. um, and that character and maybe some other characters of of his, um, along with a bunch of other like characters from other comic books, uh, are in this crossover series. Um, but man, like I really like fell down the rabbit hole and like really fell in love with his like awesome. independent work on this. And then that led me back to like some of his Marvel stuff once I went through all of his independent stuff. Um, so I like got caught up on his like runs on like Doctor Strange and Thanos and Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Silver Surfer Black, all of this stuff. And man, I just like really had a, a great time reading all of this like Sweet. content. It was just like my entire vacation was uh his writing and it was uh fantastic also you i never talked to your wife that's amazing the whole vacation yeah why would i yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reading some intense <laughs> incredible comic books why why would i um but no i love her my mm-hmm. god of I've, course i feel like i i go a little overboard sometimes where i'm just like <laughs> just oh people, people think i actually know. hate her <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's all a joke <laughs> just in case she listens back to this I, I do love you woman um i don't i gotta learn her name mm-hmm. um so on uh, buzzkill the paybacks and then crossover <laughs> Um, he has the same artist, Jeff Shaw, and it's spelled like Jeff, G-E-O-F-F, mm. um, which always reminds me of Jeffrey from The Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. As like a, a classy, classy Jeffrey. Jeffrey? You know? <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, Donnie Cates and I believe Jeff Shaw are both from Texas, your ah. current state of residence. And um, so if you see them, I know Texas is a small state. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you've seen them, That's true. Uh, say hi. Say this brown guy, no. Uh, like mm. your work. He's from Dallas, though. So, Houston people don't talk hmm. to Dallas people. Oh. Mm-hmm. We kind of hate each other. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just, when you move here, they, they tell you you have to hate Dallas. So. I know, like, if you live in Texas, anyone who lives in a state above Texas is considered a Yankee. Mm. I'm sure, like, even Hawaii is probably considered Yankees as well. Uh, but does it work? Because you live in Houston, mm-hmm. uh, which is the southern part of Texas. So, therefore, do... Houstonians oh. hate Dallas people. D- Dallasians? Dallasians? <laughs> I wonder who they really are. <laughs> uh, do you hate them because they are considered Yankees They're because they are north of you? Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. Mm-hmm. Now that you mention it. Those northerners, the Dallasians can kiss my <laughs> ass again. Yeah. I really want to know. I'm, I'm fascinated by some, sometimes like how, like Tolson. If you're from Tulsa, you're yeah. Tolson. Mm-hmm. But sometimes yeah. it's like, uh, you know, what would it be? 
because the mm-hmm. word like the way the 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 city name ends doesn't really lend itself to like add something on to be fun like houstonian yeah. is, mm-hmm. is ours you know that's an easy enough thing but if like if you mm-hmm. end in a vowel i guess mostly or an s mm-hmm. uh i don't know yeah what you I, call that i think people who live in cleveland are called clevelandites so i think oh, i-t-e-s can be da- like a, a suffix to something dallas dallasites dallas people from dallas what do you how do you even like research that too like how am i supposed to I google know. that dalogians yeah are called let's check this out this is good content samsonite right oh samsonites we were way up <laughs> mm, a dallasite dallasite i don't like that that Dalashian sounds like something that hangs cool. from the top of a cave yeah yeah exactly yeah. i it's like yeah, yeah i heard about those in school but uh not working for me. Dallasite. 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 Sounds like some some like fake jewel you would oh. give to someone. You know, someone had asked. Yeah, it would. Mm-hmm. I got a Dallasite. Yeah. It's flawless. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a rock to me. Yeah. Um, someone had asked, "Are they Dallasites or Dallasonians?" Which sounds better to me. And then uh, you know, Dallas. It's like a, a metro of Dallas Fort Worth. So they were like Fort Worthers. Or Fort Worthians, but I like uh, come to come to Dallas and Fort Worth and eat some of our Fort Worthers. Mm. Fort Worthers, yeah, I like <laughs> Worthers. That's what I was going with, but Worthers, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that that always fascinates me. What you uh, how you name somebody from a city, you know? Yeah, I I had the same question when um, my wife and I we went to Barbados like a few years back and. You know, if you go to Jamaica, you know, the people there are Jamaicans. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, what are Barbados people called? And they're mm-hmm. like Barbadians. I'm like, what? oh, that, f- that feels good to Barbadian. me. It's, it's like percussive, mm-hmm. you know? Barbadian. Mm-hmm. Barbadian. Yeah, it sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Someone had asked too. Conan the Barbadian. With, with Dallas, they were like Paris mm-hmm. ends in an S and it's Parisians. But then if you did it mm-hmm. like Dallas, they'd be Parasites. <gasps> so there we go. That city of light filled with parasites. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't feel yep. as good. No. You know? No. But Delassians, I feel like, mm-hmm. is a good one. I feel like that, that's in the running for me. And it's hard to make it like a Parisian's Dalations. Dalations. Mm-hmm. Also um, sounds weird. Uh, guys, if you can have a seat, I'm, uh, I'm Dr. Flurf. Um, I have to tell you... Um, yeah, you've mm-hmm. you've got some delusions um, on your your butt lips. Um, Wait, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, your butt lips. Mm-hmm. I just pictured it. <laughs> That's another fun game. I like. Mm-hmm. We're so used to the way that humans just look and are and do things. We don't really question a lot of stuff anymore, mm-hmm. but it's like if another thing had been different, we would also just accept that. Like we have eyebrows, mm-hmm. we have just yeah. little hair caterpillars on our face. We're all like totally it makes total sense, and mm-hmm. like a unibrow is looked down upon. But it's like, what if we all just had one strip of hair that went from our regular hair all across our foreheads <laughs> in just one line? But that's how we always yeah. saw it. That'd be totally normal. Yeah. And then if somebody like walked in with actual like eyebrows, yeah, you'd, you'd be, be like, like, "What the what? fuck? <laughs> Stay away from him. He has a disease." 
His omnibrow is fucked ah, up. I can't believe it. It's in three. <laughs> it's in two segments. You know, it's weird. It's weird like that. It is. It's very it's like weird. ears. I'm looking at your ears right now. It's not your ears in particular, but it's just like ears mm-hmm. in general. It's like those are weird. They are. They're very weird. Just shape. go with it. I don't. I don't like drawing them, and mm-hmm. honestly, uh-huh. I do not respect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. I don't. You're not an ear guy. Uh, uh, no, I'm more of a nose and throat guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, ears, stay out of the equation. <laughs> Nobody needs that. That's a lot of pressure. Well, that's cool, man. I really like those comics you described. That sounds like something I'd be totally into. Um, all of them uh, just sounded really intriguing, so. I think you would, too. Um, I highly recommend all three of those comics, mm-hmm. and I, I would read them in that order, um, Buzzkill, The Paybacks, yeah. and then Crossover. Um, you'll find out why as you read through them, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the cool thing about um creator owned comics is like yeah. also you know you get to keep more money it doesn't go to like a corporation or whatever but also if you create a character and you own that character you can have them show up in other series totally as cool. you so wish so um yeah very very cool very uh very inventive um and uh, yeah I, I i don't know if like the rights to any of these properties have been like sold mm-hmm. or whatever but man uh it's just like it's like the true power of comics, just sitting down with it and looking at some beautiful art and then uh, reading a, an incredible story. So Buzzkill, The Paybacks, and Crossover. Totally, man. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I'm going to say something else I read. Not, not pictures, though, so something Brent would probably stay away from. But um, I bought and read the novelization from Quentin Tarantino, his first novel of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I don't know. Have yeah, you heard it about this? into a novel? No, I'm not. So, yeah, apparently, I'm not sure uh, kind of which was written first or how, but the various stories I've pieced together from, like, interviews of his or rumors or whatever, or he was writing the story of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and there are various versions of a lot of the different scenes and characters and stuff that he'd written. So it seemed like at one point he was writing it as a novel and then other times as a script. There's even a version, I guess, of a specific scene that he's talked about. It was like a one-act play. It's like the way he wrote it uh, between mm-hmm. two of the characters. And then he like kind of co-opted that and took you know from the script whatever he needed and then put it in the actual movie script. So it's like it's not necessarily that he like made the movie and then wrote a book about it. You know, I think it was kind of kind of all meshed together when he was writing the story. You know, he has all this different backstory, mm-hmm. different ways that he was writing it. But but anyway, it's like his first novel. And um, it is cool, man. It's like it's written it's written really well, I think, as, as you know, as his scripts would be uh, if you just read them, you know. Um, the mm-hmm. dialogue, the characterizations, all that stuff is kind of the same. But it's a really interesting book. I, I'm not a... I'm not a fan of, or I don't read like novelizations of movies ever. Some people are like super into those. Um, but I've never really been into that. I just want to watch the movie, but this is kind of different. This is like some of the same dialogue might be uh, like, sorry, the dialogue might be the same in a scene, but the scene is like set in a different place. It's like, it's an, Hmm. it's all like alternate versions or deleted scenes, stuff we didn't get to see in the movie. Um, sometimes a whole like segment of scenes will kind of play out and then you, you're getting little pops of new knowledge here and there. Like it's just written a little, it's just tweaked. It's a little different. So it's the same story of the movie essentially, but it's, uh, it follows different, different trajectory and stuff. And, um, and it's really cool. And, um, have you seen the movie? Yeah. I've, I've not, uh, okay. I know it came out like two years ago, but I just haven't had time right um you know i had to watch fury road and i was like well (laughs) i guess i won't guess i won't watch this movie (laughs) 
Oh man, that's funny. So, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, basic story. It's a uh, 1969. Do you need to go? No, my my dog was just oh, okay. I thought uh, your wife was back. here, so yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> She just like shows up and starts speaking like Gollum at the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, so it's a uh, 1969 Hollywood, oh. and um, it follows Leonardo DiCaprio is Rick Dalton. He's like a an actor from the 50s. He was like in a cowboy show, but he hasn't really had work like that in a while. He kind of plays just like bit parts and shows, and he's he tried to make it in movies, but didn't quite make the the links he wanted to go. And then Brad Pitt plays his stunt double, who's been with him since. Bounty Law, the uh, the cowboy TV show he had been on in the late, late 50s, early 60s. So mm-hmm. it's about their friendship in Hollywood and then kind of just going around town and about like the actor's career kind of faltering and then the stuntman not really having work because of this, you know, he doesn't have any work as well to stunt for. Uh, but they're friends and, and they're kind of just meandering around 60s Hollywood. And it's really cool. Like it's just kind of a bunch of characters doing like Tarantino does, right? Uh, just mm-hmm. talking cool shit or whatever. Um, but then in the movie, it also like they kind of cross paths with the Manson family a little bit. Um, and then there's like Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate, who was murdered by the Manson family. So kind of like layers that in there. But overall, it's about like this friendship of these two dudes. And that's kind of like a backstory. So the, the novel goes more into that. Those two dudes, you know, their backstory, a little bit more of mm-hmm. Sharon Tate's backstory. But it's really cool. Like. Um, I'd really I'd highly recommend the movie. I watched it like three times before I even read the novel, like the week I read the novel, Um, because I was really into that movie. It's just there's just a cool vibe. Um, Big Tarantino fan and stuff. But Mm -hmm. this one in particular for me, I just really love. And so this novelization, I read it in like, I don't know, like six days or whatever. It's just it's a quick pulpy read. You know, it's just like fun Um, getting these, you know, more stories or whatever, these characters that I already loved. And uh, so I, it was really cool, and it's awesome because he released it as a Mars Mac, Mars, mass market paperback. So it was like seven dollars, oh. um, wow. brand new. Like, it, and then at the end of the book, it's like advertising like the hardcover with even more stuff in it or whatever coming out soon. And mm-hmm. uh, but it's just cool. It's like this little tiny paperback, like you'd find at any. It's meant to be like something you'd find at an airport or a gas station, you know, and just pick up this this stupid novel or whatever. And so it was really cool that he did that for so cheap, you know, um, yeah. and it ended up being like just such a good read. Like, I love the idea that it's like stuff of the movie we didn't get to see. Um, he's rumored he did the the Hateful Eight movie. And then he on Netflix, there's like a Hateful Eight miniseries where they extended it out to like four chapters. And I still haven't seen it yet. I'm very fascinated by the idea of that, though. But he added in deleted scenes and kind of tweaked stuff or whatever, moved things around, did alternate stuff. And he's he's hinted at the same thing for this movie, either just a longer movie or a miniseries or whatever. And I'm just like, give me more content. I just want more of it. Yeah. And the book was a good bridge to that if we ever get to see it. Because um, some of the scenes in the book that we didn't get to see play out, they have photos of them on the back cover of the book. So it's like they were filmed but they're oh, wow. only in the novelization. So it's like, I just want, like, put it all in. I want everything, you yeah. know? Um, but it was really cool. I know that, you know, you're not super into reading and stuff, but uh, I would highly recommend the movie. And then uh, if anybody loves the movie, I would highly recommend the book because it's uh, it's a cool companion piece to it. And it's my first, I think like, probably my first ever, like, novelization of a movie that I've ever read. And it was uh, it was a cool experiment. Yeah. So I really dug it. I remember when I was younger, maybe like a teenager, uh, my friend Adam 
uh, read multiple times the Jurassic Park novel. Oh, yeah. And I know it's different because yeah. it's like it was a novel before it was a, a movie. But he that was the first time I ever heard anyone say the book is better than the movie. Yeah. And I was like, but the movie has dinosaurs <laughs> that I can watch. <laughs> yeah. There are dinosaurs on the screen. Maybe you didn't see mm-hmm. what I saw. Mm-hmm. There was dinosaurs on that screen. <laughs> and they were moving. And sometimes talking. And they still and opening real. doors. And mm-hmm. opening doors. Mm-hmm. You know? Alan. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my brother read Jurassic Park and The Lost World, the sequel novel, years and years ago. And he loved that. I think he read them a couple times as well. Um, mm. But that's one for me. I've heard that book, that, that first Jurassic Park novel is so good. But the movie is so ingrained in me. And when people say, like, oh, the book's even better, I'm like, but how? Like, Jurassic Park is one of, like, my favorite films. Like, it's, it's so perfect the way it is. Mm-hmm. It's hard for yeah. me to be like you know the book could be better than that like because that's mm-hmm. the thing that att- you know like you said like i get to see the dinosaurs mm-hmm. you know so i wonder that'd be kind of a fun read for me eventually but i've always kind of avoided it just because i i couldn't imagine it topping the movie you know i i am curious about two well i guess three like the the book you just mentioned sounds good uh, mm-hmm. as well um, even though i haven't seen the movie yeah it's tarantino i know i'll, I'll more than likely yeah i'm going to enjoy it um but uh, I'm also curious about the Jaws novel, mm-hmm. uh, even though there's like some weird like cuckolding stuff in there. So there's at least like, a, an affair I know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An affair. Okay, yeah. maybe that's what it was. Wow, I really like. <laughs> yeah, you, but he makes him watch, right? <laughs> he makes him watch and enjoy it. But then um, there's uh, the Who Framed Roger Rabbit movie. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Is like an adaptation of the. A novel is it really? uh, not the exact same name but it's like Crazy. similar hmm. similarly named and um i'm curious about that as well because the story is going to be different mm-hmm. and then man that movie is just so fucking good yeah it's so fucking good yeah it's like i get the idea like there are books that i've read before the movies came out or i've read the books after a movie adaptation came out and i've been like oh the book mm-hmm. is like way better like i totally get that stance but uh, mm-hmm. some of them are just so iconic as movies to me that I can't really mm-hmm. separate it and be like, oh, this novel that came first, you know, would be mm-hmm. better than that. And it has more detail and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. but it's like it's hard to to like separate the two, I guess, you know, and, and say, like, mm-hmm. it would be any any better, you know, I, I think some of it's like the novelty of the the of novel just like seeing tea. something on screen. The novelty. Nice. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. Um <laughs> Of seeing like Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny on the screen totally, together, right? That's like, you know, I gotta see that in a book. Yeah, it's <laughs> an arrangement of words. If you just read it, you're like, and Mickey Mouse was next to Roger Rabbit, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Like Bugs Bunny was there, you know? They were high fiving. Yeah, I just have to like, imagine well, it. Fuck that. I d- no, yeah, I don't want to. If I'm gonna imagine Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse doing stuff in my brain, mm-hmm. they fucking, you know. <laughs> Look, we all can admit it. I'll be the first one. It's like an, it's like a I am Spartacus thing where I'm like, we all imagine Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse fucking right, guys? And I turn around and everyone is averting their gaze. Oh, uh, I just, just, just kidding. Just kidding, everybody. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. We we all had a good time laughing at that, right? I just like kind of oh, scoop myself jokester. out of the the aisle. Just yeah. like, oh, excuse me. Excuse you do me. like a. One of those hooks for like the comedians on stage. You're like, the Sandman pulls me off stage. (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. So, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, 
if you feel the need we, to read. We uh, we uh, we both read stuff. <laughs> Weird. That's the way you said that. Oh, we did it. We really we did, did it. Jeez, um, what else, man? I've I've uh, been keeping a list mm-hmm. of stuff here. Um, let me uh, let me touch on actually a, a couple of quick things. Um, my wife and I we finished younger. Oh yeah. Uh, so season seven that I had mentioned. Um, turns out we had we had watched. We went back on our our Hulu history mm-hmm. um, because it was, it's streaming on both Paramount Plus and Hulu. Oh weird. I kind of don't understand this licensing thing, but like whatever. Well, we just watched it on Hulu because like yeah. it kept track of our previous seasons, which is good because I had previously mentioned I don't think we ever watched season six, but we had. Uh, oh, we just yeah. totally forgot about it. So we like went back watched the last episode of season six, and we like ah uh, some of this kind of jogs a. Uh, it rings a bell, mm-hmm. but not not all of it. But um, long story short, we we watched season seven. Uh, you had mentioned that you thought season seven uh, sucked for the most part. That's what uh, I thought. It was disappointing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I thought you'd be like, I yeah. loved it. No, no. Yeah, I mean, like, you kind of feel the the COVID in it because yeah. in like crowd scenes, there are like two three people here, and then like ten feet. To the left of them is another group of two to three people. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a point where one of the, the supporting characters has a birthday. And it's supposed to be this lavish birthday where she like descends from the ceiling. Oh, and yeah, yeah. It's just like her. And she's not on a stage. But like you would think there would be like people crowded around her at this party. But there's not. And it's, yeah. you can't really like fault production. You know, it's it's just one of those just things weird. you have to deal with. Yeah. yeah. And then like the overall like story of the season. Uh, it, it was just... I don't, I don't know. I've, I feel like if they ended on season six, it would have been stronger for younger. Yeah, I feel like but, the first yeah. episode of this last season to the last episode, nothing really changed between that. Like you could have yes. literally taken out every other episode, and nothing really, like any character arcs that did change, they reverted back by the end of the season, to like right mm-hmm. back where they had been. So it was like, yeah. what is the point of any of yeah. this? You know. And then kind of the fun of the show was uh, the main character, mm-hmm. uh, whose name I cannot remember. Um, Gladys. Gladys. Younger Gladys. Classic Gladys. <laughs> what is her name? Fuck. <laughs> you said Gladys, and then it immediately reminded me of that weird, like, painting Phoebe oh, yeah, had in, right. in Friends, you know? Um, oh, that thing's terrifying. It is. Um, but it's like her being in, like, essentially a love triangle between, Liza. like, this... Liza. Uh, Liza being in a love triangle with this guy who's much younger than mm-hmm. her, maybe like uh, 15 years or so yeah. younger than her. And then uh, her the the other guy who is the, I guess, the uh, CEO of, of the publishing company mm-hmm. she she works at. And she's they're about the same age. Yeah. Um, but that's that love triangle kind of goes away for most of the season. Mm-hmm. And then does it come back in until like the very end? Yeah, but kind of feels kind of tacked on. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, we, like, we, we forgot. Josh was on this. We yeah, should, <laughs> we should do yeah. something about that. Oh man, but uh, well, but yeah, like since you've seen it, I want to because I don't know how many of our listeners even care about this show, but you and mm-hmm. I do, and that's what matters. So, uh, yes. a little spoiler review of this though. Mm-hmm. The whole show, yeah, is is kind of about. It, it, there's that love triangle the whole time, you know, between the two guys. Like, does she want to be her contemporary, be with her contemporary and have, like, a normal, perhaps boring life? Or does she mm-hmm. want to act younger and be with this younger dude and kind of act free like she really seems to want to be? And they they waffle between that so much in this last season. 
and it never really felt like she had a full grasp on anything and that's fine like to have a character not know what they want but it was weird to have this whole last season and be like oh it's gonna be this big finale and blah 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 and then she just ends up at the same bar that the very first episode started in and he Mm -hmm. kind of just hits on her the same way they like joke about the first time she met the younger dude josh and it's like kind of up in the air that they like could get back together but like Mm-hmm. they they'll have a life you know different like not a married life just kind of a dating life and it's like it felt in some ways like oh this could have been cool but like it just felt so like a disservice to josh i felt who's a great character and a great dude mm-hmm. um and seems so good for her to me and then they kind of were just like oh well it didn't work out with the older dude so she's mm-hmm. just gonna do this thing and then oh here's this one last scene and it just all felt kind of like yeah i get what you're trying to do like you're trying to do this call back mm-hmm. and make it kind of funny and like mirror it and blah 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 but it just felt like there's nothing really resolved you know yeah. and and like you're saying about josh like he just seems like a safety net at that point like exactly that's a good point she didn't want the one guy so yeah. she's gonna go with with him but he didn't have anything going on for most of the season like exactly. he was in some scenes here and there but maybe it was like five minutes an episode or something like that if yeah. that um there's no like story arc for him there's no like flirting between them for the most part throughout the season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just seemed like, well, this is, this is what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like we, we have both these actors <laughs> on the payroll, so I guess we'll, we'll have it. Like, I don't know. There's something about the, the season that just fell off compared to the, the previous seasons, yeah. but, uh, overall like an enjoyable series, but yeah, that last season was, uh, yeah. kind of a, a bummer. I will say that it's unlike other shows where they had a bummer last season or like the last few seasons like i could mm-hmm. really just lop that off and not think about it i think and just rewatch the rest of the series and be fine you know like it's not going to ruin yeah. it for me i still really like that character a lot uh liza is fucking hot uh and funny and cute like just mm-hmm. everything about her is just so infectious and and adorable and it's like i i love so many of her friends in that show um, and they're the actors and stuff that play them. There's so many good people in that. That this last season didn't ruin that. It just was kind of like, well, what was the point of this? And it's just a big bummer with COVID and stuff. Like the way it mm-hmm. all happened. Like some of the characters don't even come back, or they'll seem oh, like a man, Zoom like, scene, you know? And yeah, yeah. Um, Diana, her man. her yes. the other boss, yeah. I had hoped that maybe she was going to be like in more scenes, but yep. she's in that one Zoom call, and that's it for the the series for her yeah they do like a zoom call and they're like she's like i'm still on my honeymoon and i'm not coming back yet and they're like and that's it one of the very main characters of the show we just don't yeah. talk to him again and mm-hmm. it was so weird like especially later on because like charles takes a sabbatical at the end to write his book which all felt very kind of also tacked on to me and he leaves mm-hmm. the whole company to eliza to run and i'm like that's diana's job like she yeah. would be so good at that it makes no sense so it, mm-hmm. it sucks with the way it happened. I guess that actress couldn't come back because of COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like it doesn't make any sense for the last six seasons of shows that like led up to this, you know. And yeah. uh, so overall, I just was like, man, I really just wish they wouldn't have done it at all. You know, just don't even yeah. try. Um, yeah. And I would have been okay, I think I would have been OK, more OK to just be disappointed. They didn't try and there was no real finale than the mm-hmm. finale we got unfortunately so yeah you can tell yeah. i'm real fired up about this younger show guys <laughs> crazy just a couple of yeah older guys just trying to live through liza <laughs> yeah. you know and really heavily invested in this uh, also like it's one of these things where with show starring younger people where um like hillary duff's character she's like 
I don't know how old she is in this series, mm. but like I imagine like I'm 28. I deserve my own publishing empire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. I live in New York City. <laughs> I deserve it. You know, just like man, I'm much older than that. And I ain't got shit going for me, you know? I got this, you know, this podcast, if you want to call that something going for me. Yeah, apparently uh, before COVID as well, they had talked about her, like she moves to, to L.A. at the end of this season, her character, uh, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And they had talked about doing a spinoff series following her character in L.A. And uh, I'm also glad that that's not happening. She's like on a different show now or like doing another pilot or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, she's doing um, How I Met Your Father now so another show that did tank so horribly for me that i literally cannot watch it anymore (laughs) really (laughs) that the last few seasons got so bad i was like i don't like any of it and i i am such a huge jason siegel fan he was my Mm -hmm. very favorite on there and i'm like i can't (laughs) it's so bad wasn't he like during the show like the last couple of seasons wasn't he like actively like criticizing the show oh i don't know that'd be awesome though oh that's what that's what i yeah remembered hearing is that he was like out. unhappy with yeah. yeah he was unhappy with the way a lot of the the series was mm-hmm. or something like that I, I can't remember the specific yeah. uh, gripe he had but yeah well yeah, it got really bad towards the end and then um when all the reveals kind of happened or whatever that that was the whole point of the show it just was like again it was like you guys had no clue what you were getting at <laughs> or yeah. or you did and it's not good uh not a big fan but um i did have another show we've been watching um that we fucking love uh it's a netflix show called sex education have you heard of this at all i've i've heard of it i've seen the uh the like Mm. cover art on netflix but i haven't haven't watched it or really looked into it gotcha yeah i i had only heard a little bit about it i mean I, i heard like good things but it never really i was not gonna like run out to go watch it or whatever mm-hmm. or run in to sit on my couch to watch it however that may be mm-hmm. but um it's uh it's pretty rad it's like it's a british show it takes place at like a i guess a private school school or whatever and it's about jillian anderson has a kid at the school who plays who's played by asa butterfield um who's a really talented actor um young mm-hmm. young dude and she is a sex therapist at home and so over the years he's like picked up a lot of that you know info from her so he kind of becomes even though he's kind of a nerd at school and he's never had sex and stuff he kind of becomes a sex therapist for the students at the school and he Hmm. sets up with this girl named Maeve um she's played by Emma Mackey and she's awesome um and she kind of like helps him like with the booking of it and then he'll give advice throughout the show or whatever and then it, it plays through the normal like teenage angst and and sexual awkwardness or whatever um that goes with being a teenager and trying to find those things out you'll get there you, it'd be good for you to learn that you should watch the show for sure brent personally I was, I was gonna say i'm gonna have to have my parents sign a permission slip <laughs> yeah. just to let me watch the show you should there's some nudity in it um, oh my god uh, uh, so it's like uh, a friend of ours was in town and she recommended it so we just put on the first episode and watched like half of it just during dinner and we were going to do something else but it was like oh that was really funny like i really want to finish that and by the end of that first episode we were totally hooked and there's two seasons out now there's a third one coming in september and um it's awesome dude it's every all the characters in it are really great the actors are really great it's a lot of people i don't really know that well but they're all just really fucking funny but it's surprises it surprised me because i thought it would be a pretty smart show pretty funny show and it definitely is but it is way more inventive with the like camera work that it does um they do like scenes 
where he's like having anxiety about masturbating and he's like in the school bathroom and they do this like zoom shot where he kind of looks like he's floating and he's like trying to like jack off basically but he's like gets really mm-hmm. anxious about it and so it does like this it looks like a really long hallway that they shot in but it's supposed to just be this little bathroom stall and show kind of the scale of his anxiety and how small it makes him feel and it's just mm-hmm. everything in it is so cool like how they shoot it they'll have scenes where like uh they live in this beautiful house and like amongst these hills next to this lake all of it's just like beautiful where they're at um and they do these shots where it's like a an overview shot of it at night and then with the music on a on a snapper or on a beat it'll just snap to daytime and it's just way more inventive than it needs to be which makes it so much more exciting to watch like they could just skate by with just being like a funny and informative and good show with good dialogue mm-hmm. and good characters but they go way beyond that to do so much more and it's just been like flooring me as like a you know a film fan and stuff cinema fan it's like so uh, interesting the way that they shoot this thing it's like way way more way better than like most teenage sex comedies would ever be you know um, yeah. so it like elevates it and it's just really cool but it is it deals with you know bullying and homosexuality and masturbation and all kinds of different things and it it goes there uh, <laughs> it like they, they, they don't shy away from like boners and like all kinds of stuff that were just like other shows or even movies, whatever before would just kind of be like talk about and whatever. But like, they'll just like show him like jacking off in his room, like not like full <laughs> on beating the meat, but like under the covers sure. or under his boxers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, they'll show cum and stuff. Like, it's like, they really like go yeah. there, but it's, it mm-hmm. seems like this is the show, like a teenager should really watch, you know, to like kind of realize it's okay, you know, to have to be mm-hmm. awkward or whatever. Um, but it's just been like, it's really fucking good. So we're in the middle of, or like the beginning of the second season now. Uh, and we're going to be so heartbroken when it ends. Cause we'll have to wait like a month or whatever, two months mm-hmm. to, to get to the next season. But, um, I highly recommend this one. It's one of my favorite shows I've seen in the last couple of years. Um, it's okay. really good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll add it to my queue. Excellent. Yeah. That's, that's high price. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do want to know, like. You know how, depending on the type of movie you're watching, blood in a movie can look like way different. Sometimes it's uh, super bright red. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like dark black or has a little bit of like brown or or whatever to sure. it. Um, do you think they went through a similar process <laughs> in designing the cum <laughs> in the movie? Yeah, I think yeah. the, the series. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you'd have yeah. to. You know, you gotta you gotta screen test it. You know, yeah, because it, it could look too you know too weird on screen it could be too brown mm-hmm. like you said yeah and like you gotta dial that back wait 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 wait, wait. what what color is yours <laughs> i'm saying theirs they're mixing oh, all okay. kinds of stuff together you know and they might it might mm-hmm. be gray and they're like mm-hmm. it looks like this guy's sick you know no that's that's gandalf come is what we call that um that's what he's gray. Gandalf, oh, you the gandalf the white okay i see i see what you're looking for okay let me try it let me give me two weeks oh man um, yeah. but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think they did. And I think they, it shows the work shows because, uh, it all does look pretty realistic, Brent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, good. That's, you know what? That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. If I'm being honest, it's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think yeah. Asia Butterfield mm-hmm. had like a, he got to like comment on that be like, look, it's a- <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a young dude, yeah. very familiar <laughs> with this all of a sudden. Um, let me, 
Let's go through our options here. Yeah. Like, can you show a, me what you through, got? Yeah. A through G. Yeah. Um, boy, I've got notes. Yeah. I have some notes. <laughs> Let me go ahead and give a sample right now. We can compare. Yeah. Here, here we, we go. One, two. Oh, there we oh, go. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to take a nap real quick, yeah. and then we're going to break this down. It is weird because it's a teenage show, and Asia a- mm-hmm. Butterfield looks so young. I, you know this dude, right? From, from things? Yeah, he was... He, he was in the the running to be the new Spider-Man before oh. um, Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom. Uh, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> Hiddleston. Tom. No. Nope. Yeah, it's an H though, right? I think. Um, I what? How do I even look this up? Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Holland. Hey, we got there. Because there was uh, paparazzi photos that came out, and they were. I was reading the thing about it, and they're like, Zendaya was caught kissing Tom Holland. And I was like, Tom Hiddleston? Like, in my head, I was like, <laughs> I was picturing him, and I was like, wow, I would have never guessed. Yeah. And then I saw the pictures, and it was, it was Tom Holland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw those. They were in a car, and he smiles really big afterwards, apparently. And it was like, well, oh, they're in love. Yeah. Could, were they, like, filming as a scene? That'd be hilarious if that's all it was. But no, it seemed like <laughs> it was like, like they're dressed. really dating. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't really follow that stuff, but. Like if he were dressed in a full Spider-Man costume. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're dating. The mask. <laughs> but, but he's still driving. It's <laughs> yeah. like uh, web swinging is expensive. If we yeah. rented this car yeah. uh-huh, from Enterprise, uh, we'll just drive this. It's fine. But uh, that's interesting that Asa Butterfield was in the running for that. I, I can see mm-hmm. why, but also I would, because I, I think he's good. He's really good in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see the kind of look for that. Um, almost mm-hmm. like Tom Holland kind of brings, but um, but I could never really imagine him as that character as Peter Parker. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. But uh, what I was mm-hmm. going to say though is they're they're teenagers in the show, obviously. But I was looking them up because I was like, he's been a teenager and stuff for like fucking years now, and mm-hmm. he's 24 now. The show aired in 2019, so 2018, 2019 when he was filming it. But so he was mm-hmm. like, you know, 21, 22, um, and he he plays like a 16 year old. And it totally is convincing. Oh, wow. Like, he absolutely mm-hmm. looks 16. And then his friend, um, his name is Inkuti Gatwa, uh, is his, is the actor's name, of it, one of his best friends in there, who's hilarious. Um, he's, like, 28. And he also plays, he was born in 92, and he plays, like, a 16-year-old. And it's completely believable. Um, and I looked at more and more of them. Like, they're all so old. They're all, like, in their mid-20s and stuff. But they all play teenagers, like usual, but... It works in this one. It, it's cool. So it's like you see all these like tits and stuff, but it's like, oh, man, those are like teenage tits. But then it's like, oh, no, it's like 24. So that's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like the, the character is supposed to be a teenager. So you're like, I don't so know what to do yeah. with my dick. Yeah. I'm just going to put it in the band of my <laughs> my jeans. Oh, uh, without seeing the show, that is uh, one of the things that I complain about the most, though, is that there's a lot of boners in it. Um, embarrassing, mm-hmm. awkward boners that happen at school. And he just, they just like run around with them or like mm-hmm. bend over to kind of hide them. And I'm like, dude, somebody teach this kid to like put that in his band. Like yeah, he's got to get it up there. To do. Yeah. We've all done. You got to hide that shit. We've all been there. Yeah. Ladies, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. I, again, I, I did not get the permission slip on anatomy, so uh, I don't know how it works. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. That's Oklahoma yeah. education for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Ladies, ladies, just go ahead and stretch your lips up, up into the band. It's fine. Whatever. Your butt lips? Whatever. Hey, 
Hey, yeah, just go ahead and move those butt lips oh, on up God. if you would. Um, uh, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Oh dear God, uh, I am full of tuned out. We have a game tonight. <laughs> yeah. We have got to win. Or I will lose my job. Okay, everybody, we got to win because I I am doing bad as a coach and as a teacher. Yeah, here's a condom. Doing great as an EDM DJ. Like, yeah. am I? I'm not professional, but I do have the software to make a sweet mix. Oh man, I got a tight twelve right now. I'm gonna bring in the marching band. They're gonna play Sandstorm. I am going to sample it. It's gonna be fucking tight. We still say that? We don't? We don't say that? Okay, whatever. Oh, hey, man, I just started using for that you. one. Yeah. Fuck. Still not doing Snapchat. No. <laughs> or TikTok. No, yeah. My my wife watches TikTok, but through Instagram. Yes. I'm like, if you're going to watch this almost all the time, just download the TikTok thing. TikTok? TikTok. It shows up on YouTube and Instagram a lot, and I'm like, that's the way I find them, so like clips of things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, TikTok proper, though. I, I do avoid it. Maybe she's just trying to avoid it as well. She says so, but mm-hmm. I, I think she's just like lazy, doesn't want to yeah. <laughs> download a new thing and That's watch true. it there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Maybe she'll break down eventually. Probably. We all will. Our bodies are all falling apart, <laughs> ready to turn to dust. Another thing I watched also on Netflix was season two of I Think You Should Leave. Oh. Six episodes. Um, and all about 17 minutes, which is oh, wow. perfect for Brown Papa Brent. Um, it was, uh, I, did you ever watch this? I, I know I had mentioned mm-hmm. the first season a while back. I uh, figured you would mention the second one coming out, uh, cause I knew you mm-hmm. were a big fan of the first one. Oh, so right. Funny. And I remember mm-hmm. trying, I saw some clips that I thought were funny, but then I tried like mm-hmm. the first episode and I couldn't get into it at the day that I tried. Okay. So I've mm-hmm. wondered about it, but then, uh, this new one came out. And people that I follow really loved it. And my Twitter feed was inundated with fucking coffin flop stuff constantly. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? Yeah. So I know about that it's at a, least. But uh, it's a uh, kind of like an uh, anthology type, like, or I guess more of a, like a sketch show yeah. from uh, Tim Robinson. And uh, super funny. Yeah, the coffin flop thing was fucking. <laughs> hysterical um there's also um on a there was a surprise episode of hideous hideous energy that came out Mm -hmm. and on that uh david hopkins uh who's been on the show before uh had mentioned there's a a skit where they dress tim robinson up it's supposed to be like a hidden camera show um and they dress him up as an old person including like the (laughs) this old people like makeup um like prosthetics Mm -hmm. but it looks so fucking terrible (laughs) Like, it doesn't look at all convincing. He just looks like a monster. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, as if that weren't, like, funny enough, he's supposed to, like... He's like, they put him in a, a mall, mm-hmm. and uh, he's supposed to go, like, take food off of somebody's pl- uh, uh, food tray? What was it? Like, off plate? I don't know. I was like, My where brain are you going? Just like, yeah. He's supposed to go take food from someone. And yeah. he, like, he ends up having this crisis, and he's got, like, an in-ear monitor to where he can hear, like, the producer producer and director. And he's like, he immediately starts breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> He, he has this like crisis of conscious and he like eventually talks about how he doesn't want to be alive anymore. <laughs> but that's all real. It's like, it's, it's like so dark. Awesome. Um, but it's like the character he's playing or whatever. Gotcha, okay. But um, he's just 
<laughs> yeah, that is so fucking funny. Uh, there's also a thing where he's um, supposed to be like a driving ed teacher. And he has this like video that he like shows the students in his class. And he's like, look, I know this was filmed a while ago. Like, ha ha ha. We all get it. You know how these things go, whatever. He puts it in. And just before he hits play, he's like, and don't ask me about the tables. So he like hits play. <laughs> And it has this lady, I cannot remember the actress's name, but she is so fucking funny. And like she's on the phone, like on her like, um, yeah, her like cell phone as she's driving and she gets into a conversation with the person on the other end. And she's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these tables. So immediately gets into it. She like talks, talks about it. She's on her phone, gets into a wreck because she was not paying attention to Mm -hmm. like other drivers or whatever because she was on the phone. And then, like, one of the students is like, well, wait, so what was she doing with the tables? He's like, God damn it. I said, don't ask about the tables. So it's like, okay, it's a little bit weird. And then it plays the, the next video, same actress. Also, tables are involved. And so it, like, gets into it more. And she, like, starts talking about these goddamn tables again. And, and like, and, uh, after that one's over, one of the students is like, so wait, her job is tables? He's like, God damn it, I told you not to bring up the tables. I don't know. It's like it's not part of it. You need to be paid attention to her unsafe driving practices. And so it just like gets into that further. And then like eventually you kind of find out what the tables oh, are. Man. And it's just like, oh, okay. But like there's so many sketches on this series and it's so fucking funny. And it, it was so good that I went back and watched the first season oh, nice. again, like right after. And God damn it. This show was just like so spectacular. I don't I don't understand like how they did it. And like Tim Robinson isn't in all of the sketches. Mm. Like it's his show, but like I think he like writes and exec produces gotcha. it or whatever. But man, there's just like so much good stuff. If if there's something you're not into, just wait a few minutes because it'll Try, move on yeah. to the next sketch and like maybe that'll click with you a little bit more. Yeah, maybe there's like a weird was, sketch really that good. I didn't like as much or something, but um, Could be. I would love to give it a shot because yeah, there's so many people that I follow and just in general people really fucking love it. Mm-hmm. And then your enthusiasm about it obviously oh, is so off good. the charts. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I totally want to watch it. This is mm-hmm. like one that I would love to watch with you though. Like at least yeah. to get into it, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think it would be even better. So like it would have been great had I been mm-hmm. able to come into town or maybe next time I do, I am able to come into town, you know, we could try to watch yeah. it. But um, yeah, I, I figured you would mention the second season coming out because um, yeah, I knew you were a huge fan of the first one. So I need to check yeah. it out more. Give it a shot. So mm-hmm. yeah, very good. Yeah. High quality, oh, man. High quality. And what's that on? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Right up. Mm-hmm. I almost said HBO Max because I was, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. Um, well, I was going to briefly mention uh, that I had watched the Fear Street movies, but I don't think you've watched those yet. Is that right? No, I've not. So I just want to say I but, watched them and loved yeah. them. And I would mm-hmm. love to, if you watch them eventually, I'd love to talk about them. Um, mm-hmm. But they, uh, they were pretty rad. Uh, but did you want to get into some Marvel talk to uh, round up this I- episode? I suppose so. There are two uh, two things that, uh, or one thing that wrapped up recently, and another thing that came out mm-hmm. recently. Oh yeah, and we're talking about Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, my favorite. Right? Yeah, I, I will be honest with you. Um, that's what I'm currently watching on HBO Max, and so maybe that's why I said. Oh, uh, you really uh, watched Ghost Rider on Netflix? Spirit of Vengeance. I've never seen it. Uh, I mm. bought the Blu-ray on like deep discount at a family video uh-huh. that is now a CBD store, as we've discussed. Yep. Um, a long time ago, <laughs> yeah. like several years ago, and have not watched it. I watched like the first like few minutes of it, 
twice at this point. Uh, had never like followed up on it, mm-hmm. um, but I'm now like 40 minutes into this bitch, and uh, it's not good. Yeah. But I'm not expecting it to be. I'm expect because it's by the uh, same guys who directed Crank uh, One and That's Two. That's right. Yeah, which I wasn't a and, fan uh, of, but you were right. Okay. Uh, I I like. Uh, I remember liking both of those. Yeah. I, I, we watched the the first Crank movie like four years ago or so, mm-hmm. and we had fun with it. You know, it's just. Oh, insane some people love them yeah because they're just so mm-hmm. yeah crazy and stuff so yeah i get jeff chelios yeah. do what mm-hmm. jeff chelios jeff chelios played by jason sudeikis jason <laughs> jason Zucas? jason no uh <laughs> jason statham oh yeah, that's Man, right. yeah i'm yeah, really yeah. i'm terrible with names i love it this though. is and i'm not going to get better with mm-hmm. it it's just part of who i am uh i'm set in my ways i'm old i love it uh i won't remember any names going forward i won't remember anything we talked about today after we get off of this so i know classic Steven, yeah, though that's great this is this is new brent though <laughs> yeah it's like the new coke i've never seen either of the ghost rider movies i had to look this one up to be like this oh, was the okay. second one that came out yes um, yeah because i had kind of forgot about it and stuff so um mm-hmm. idris elba's oh, in it oh. idris elba is crazy yep. heimdall himself and fergus riordan i don't know it's just some fergus kid. <laughs> Fergie. Fergie. Fergie's in uh-huh. this. Fergie's in the movie. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so other than Ghost Rider, though, which is a, a oh fun, obviously, you can tell you loved is it. it. Is it? Um, yeah, so the TV series on Disney Plus, Loki, just finished, and we both watched that. And then we also both just watched Black Widow, the recent MCU movie that finally came out after yes. like a year. So There was... A, a uh, we went through a dry spell of MCU stuff last mm-hmm. year in, in 2020. Had nothing new, and now we've got all of it. So much. Th- this is one of the, uh, I believe it's like one of four MCU movies mm-hmm. that are coming out this year. And we're already and halfway we in July. <laughs> yeah, we're halfway through it, and there's still three more to go. It's crazy. Yeah, and then like I think uh, another, I think Hawkeye comes out later this year. I was wondering when that came out because I was like, I don't know if there's any mm-hmm. other shows coming out. Um, yes that's crazy too yeah there's this mm-hmm. and it's it's cool i mean I, I i'm not overwhelmed with it so far we'll see when the movies come out and stuff but i'm excited for everything mm-hmm. coming out too so same um, yeah you kind of think you know like marvel did over the years you know they would do like a movie and then they did like two movies and then they had like three movies coming out every year and like mm-hmm. they kind of built it up and it was like it was a good rhythm they had but then last year throwing everything out of whack uh, and not having anything, and then now just being overloaded with stuff seems like it could mm-hmm. be like too much. But I so far I've been like, maybe because we were so starved for it last mm-hmm. year that it really still evens out. And I'm like, oh, I just give it more. It's great, you know. Well, it's all like well paced out, you mm-hmm. know, in, in time of release, and then also it's all like of a good or better quality. Yeah, you know. So it totally works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it just says late 21, 2021 right now for Hawkeye. For Hawkeye. Um, okay. so yeah, I don't really know when the actual release date will be, but, um, but yeah, so do you want to uh, talk about them in tandem or do you want to do like tackle one at a time? Let's, uh, let's start with Loki. Cool. Um, since that started first yep. and then, um, we'll, we'll go to Black Widow, but, uh, Loki six episodes, all of them right around like 45 ish minutes, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, what did, uh, what were your overall thoughts on the season yeah uh we had talked about it briefly you and i before oh, and 
and mm-hmm. I guess we should say spoilers for, for both sure. Loki and Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we had both talked about it a little bit earlier on. I, I really liked Owen Wilson in the cast. I like him a lot in general. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I liked the uh, like the TVA, the idea of that. The, cl- the animated clock thing was fun. Uh, very, Miss Minutes. Uh, yeah, very Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the uh, DNA well, dude. I, you know, the Loki novel is better. But yeah, okay, sure. Oh, yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. That was good. Um, mm-hmm. I like the like the TVA in general, like that that underground looking place, wherever they're at or whatever. It has all the flying mm-hmm. vehicles outside, like just the design of it. It's like seventies but modern. Like so much of it was just so coolly designed. I like that production design on this one a lot. Um, and then uh, Loki and Sylvie, I thought were both great. I like that dynamic. I like the idea of all the different Lokis and the the branching timelines now. Um, but I did feel um, I, I couldn't get into it with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There is some a change in that book towards the end. That's kind of when the, when the book ended, I was like, oh, that was different. And it was kind of lackluster until I read about it. And I was like, oh, I like it. I like what he did. I, I understand the reasonings behind it. But it, I can't really talk about it since you haven't seen the movie. Right. This one, right. I, I read that book. I finished it. And like the next night I finished Loki and it was the same thing. Like I felt like the last episode I was like, oh, like I don't. I don't know who this dude is. I'm so confused. I, it was kind of lackluster. Okay. And then when I read yeah. about it, I was like, oh, okay, I get what they're doing. Um, but at f- my first initial thing was kind of like, you know, a little lackluster. And also, I didn't know, and they might not have even announced it until that last episode aired, that they were going to do a second season of Loki, which we okay. haven't ever confirmed with, like, WandaVision. You know, that seemed like a one-and-done type of thing, and now it'll be in the movies. And, like, I, I thought this would be one overarching story that would end. And the way it kind of leads out into new things now i didn't expect it so it kind of threw me but now that i've read about it and, and i've digested a little bit more i'm like oh i'm totally in for for what they did with loki you know okay so that's where i'm at uh okay overall i enjoyed this season um the first five episodes i thought were great this um this is the last episode man <laughs> i don't know because i watched yeah. it on the, the like plane home mm-hmm. on my my ipad um, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. It seemed like a lot of exposition and Jonathan majors again, spoilers, uh, who plays he, who remains. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, love that dude. Jonathan majors. He was in a uh, love Lovecraft country. That's what I thought. Oh, he's so he good. Looks, like totally different. I guess mm-hmm. like hair and like beard it, do a lot to like change the, yeah. the shape of one's face. But, I, watching yeah. Loki, I kept being like, I think that's that dude, but I can't really tell. Uh, It was really interesting to find it out. Yeah, and be like, it is that guy. That's awesome. So Um, that last episode, I thought it was an interesting design choice to have no backgrounds because Jonathan Majors was chewing the scenery. (laughs) All of it. He was really like, he was really going for it with his role. I was not sure how, I I still kind of don't know how I feel about that acting choice. Um, But uh, I was... I guess just it was just a lot of exposition mm-hmm, totally in that last episode, um, which is not, not necessarily a bad thing. But like there's just been a lot of uh, I don't know. It just seemed like an exposition dump yes. there on the very last episode. And I feel like. Well, I mean, you don't really like find this character till the very end, but I don't know. It would have been nice to have some information like sprinkled out mm-hmm. here and not just be like almost the entire episode is like exposition or whatever, you know? I totally um, know. Yeah, they. I, yeah. I'd seen some interviews with the 
like writers, creators and stuff uh, about it. And they, they wanted to subvert our expectations and not do like a huge battle and instead do like a conversation. And I was like, I'm, I'm down with what they were trying to do. I'm not sure I'm fully sold on how it played out, though. Right. Yeah. Same. That's where I'm at with it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Loki and, and Sylvie like kissed at the end, mm-hmm. which is fine. But it was also like, I don't know. I guess I was not really understanding of what their relationship was yeah. throughout it. Because I thought they were, I guess she's supposed to be a variant of him, mm-hmm. which is a little bit strange. Yeah. Wouldn't um, you fuck yourself, though? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But like, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about you that seem either. A little uh, I guess. less into it than I was. Uh, it really it took mm-hmm. it, it threw me. You sound like I was right after it aired. I was like, ah, now it's like a whole other season, and like I gotta wait for more stuff. And then like mm-hmm. it was just a lot of talking, and like felt like so much info. And mm-hmm. but then when I when I you know digested it is the best way I can keep saying it. I guess it's like mm-hmm. went through the the my thoughts about it and stuff and read a little bit about it. I'm like, okay, like I get it, what they were going Mm -hmm. for. And I like it once it's like one of those things, like once the next chapters of stuff happen, I think looking Mm -hmm. back on this, I'll be like, Oh, that's totally fine. How they played that out. Um, Mm -hmm. but we don't have the next chapters in the, and the Loki series or in those movies yet to see how it's going to play out. But, um, yeah, this big baddie though, at the end, uh, who they don't mention, his name but uh so i was like i was completely lost on who he was supposed to be or why i would Mm -hmm. care um i didn't realize the ramifications of it so much until i guess the last scene of loki when it's like the big statue of him but uh so kang the conqueror uh is who this dude is but uh, tell me about him brent i don't know much about this guy so i'm looking at the wikipedia page here and that's also who i thought he Mm -hmm. was but according to this wikipedia article and you you can't write yeah yeah, you can't they will they will find mm-hmm. him. Um, it says that he who remains is an original creation for the series inspired by a separate comic book character of the same hmm. name, as well as the character Immortus. Now, Immortus mm-hmm. is also Kang. Uh, it's just like an earlier version of so I'd read about. Kang. Yeah, he's like a or maybe a later one. I'd I heard like. A, no, I don't. There's like a time travel. Yeah, there's like past and future versions, and like ones. A, I think a Mortis that I was reading is like a hero sort of version of Kang, and there's like another one that's like a real bad guy, but then he like changes names in the Kang comic himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the more I read about Kang, uh, and from what I was reading about it, it's like that's like it's just Kang or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. it sounds like he's gonna be like the Thanos level baddie of this next phase. And mm-hmm. so they kind of dropped him here. I, I, I didn't know as well that they had already cast him in um, one of the movies coming up. Maybe Doctor Strange or, or even Spider-Man or something. They'd already cast oh, okay. Jonathan Majors, I guess. And I didn't know that um, leading into this. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. And they kind of dropped it here. And it's like, this is going to be like the next big thing. So it felt almost lackluster that you only got this like conversation with them for 45 minutes they didn't really talk about who he was, you know, and then like he's gonna be like the next big thing. He's gonna be in Ant Man of the That's Wasp Quantum Mania in yeah. twenty twenty three as but he's he's listed here, his role is listed as King the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Again, you can't lie on Wikipedia. Well you that's what I had seen. Do it. So it's like I don't know timeline wise of what things were released, but from from what I was reading, it's like they announced a sequel to the Loki series like the day they aired that last episode. So people didn't know, mm-hmm. as far as I understand, people didn't know that was coming to know that it wouldn't finish 
in this season. Like the storyline just kind of, you know, keeps going. Um, mm-hmm. And then apparently from what I'd read that they were like, oh, well, Jonathan Majors was already cast as Kang and Ant-Man. I'm like, well, when did that come out? Like, when was that info known? Because I didn't know about that. And I pay attention mm-hmm. to a lot of this stuff, you know, casting rumors and stuff. So I don't know if that also just came out like after this episode aired or if it was mm-hmm. before that. But I certainly wasn't paying attention to it. And um, yeah, he's he's supposed to show up in that. And then other characters are going to show up in things, whatever. So I'm down for I like that actor a lot. I'm down for this new thing but i was just kind of lost you know when i was watching it so yeah and i don't mind that the the episode like they tried to subvert our expectations and do a lot of like conversation instead like breaking bad i love that show and it's full of conversations Mm -hmm. you know but this conversation just seemed like one-sided yes information dump yeah to me totally and yeah uh again like the the acting choice i still don't know how it feels yeah about it. like i want to like it i'm, I'm down with that he's so yeah. over the top that it, it'll be interesting it's such a different thing from thanos too if that is the goal you know mm-hmm. to have him be the big, next big baddie and everything and then um what i was reading about the comic storylines of this of how he, his time travel affects stuff and the way he the info dump he explained you know of all the different versions of him that would come out of the woodwork to fight each other it all sounded very intriguing mm-hmm. to me um yeah. But I was at, so we'll get into Black Widow soon, too. But we watched that last night. Uh, my wife and then her dad uh, watched it with us and her mom opted out because Black Widow, she was like, she's already dead. I don't know why I would care to watch a movie about someone's already dead. <laughs> and I was like, there's a certain point where I'm like, they did such a good job building the MCU and having regular people that didn't care about those characters or comic books get really into those. Like they have seen mm-hmm. every movie in the first three phases, you know, all right. 21 or 22 of them or whatever. They went through all of that, like so many regular folks did. But now I'm like, now that we're getting into the weeds of like, they're really getting into the time travel and multiverses and like, there's TV shows you can follow and movies that are all connected and stuff. I'm like, at what point are regular people going to drop out and not either watch, you know, sporadically watch certain ones of them. Um, Amanda was watching Loki with me like the first two episodes, but then dropped out of it. She doesn't like time travel stuff a lot. And when it ended, I was like, you would have hated it. Like you would have been so (laughs) fucking confused. But it's also Mm -hmm. like, I was like, well, they introduced this guy who's going to be, they introduced this villain. That's going to be like the next big villain. And they introduced this multiverse thing. That's going to, I was like, they already announced like Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness. We know that there are multiple Spider-Man coming up on this new one. Like it's going to be the big new thing. And if it's already so complicated in the first TV show that goes into it and Amanda dropped out, like, is she going to care about the rest of them? You know, yeah. from here on out? I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm still into it. But uh, yeah. it is very, very detailed. And there's it's like going to get like a lot crazier than it ever was, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if the the Reggies, the Reggies are going to be into that. So it's it's going to be like a hand-holding thing i think in uh avengers endgame where the uh the ancient one talks about the like timeline yeah and she shows like how it can branch off and everything i think that like helps to clearly illustrate mm-hmm. the idea of time travel and making new timelines or whatever but boy yeah we're we're really about to jump off the deep end yeah. because like in this last episode of loki that timeline you can see that's like fading out it's it's like branches have branches mm-hmm. at yeah. this point and then um in doctor strange 2 yeah yeah doctor strange mm-hmm. 2 and then spider-man 3 it's like all multiversal stuff yeah. so it's yeah it sounds they're, great they're 
hold hands yeah, a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. But it's, yeah. I think, but it, I do love too, cause, uh, having, you know, gotten into comic books through you and then reading like the Avengers comic we were reading for a while, you know, and like the way mm-hmm. that these stories go, I, again, it's just like really cool what they've built with these movies where they started off with just Iron Man and like built that team up. And then like, once the team was there, it's like, oh, you kind of gained notoriety with beings out in the universe. And it's like, oh, there are aliens. All right. Well, they're not just aliens. There's like a conquering alien who's going to destroy half of all life. And that was like you just got the story got bigger and bigger. And then it's like we got into space and then we got into time and now we are into multiverses. And it's like it's really cool to kind of see it all play out like the comics do, where it's just like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, now they can do anything like it totally makes sense why they could bring the Fantastic Four and the X-Men in, you know, like it's all going to work out and it's going to be so intricate and cool. Um, so I'm totally down for it, but even me, I'm like, I saw this dude and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, at the end of the <laughs> yeah. show. So, yeah. um, even I'm in a need hand holding and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get really yeah. in the weeds on it, you know? So mm-hmm. who is he? Well, he'll tell you <laughs> 40 minutes on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm with you too. Yeah. After watching that, I was just kind of like, oh man, like that show was so good. And then like the last episode mm-hmm. was just kind of like, oh, um, uh, well huh. they, they did a lot of interesting stuff with loki and developing developing him as a character especially since like this version of loki picks up from that first avengers movie yes and he's in pretty much full-on villain mode there Mm -hmm. but then by the end of the series he stops being so selfish and he has like someone he's looking out for and willing to take care of he makes a friend with uh wow's uh uh on-screen uh character um cannot remember his name Again, bad at names. Just who yeah. I am now. It's, it's who I am now. Uh, Owen Wilson's character. Uh, it's like he's, you know, he treats him. Uh, Mobius. Mobius. Yeah. There this we go. Like a Mobius strip. Yeah. Yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, so, yeah, he he develops as a character, and then Sylvie, we get to know her. She develops as a character mm-hmm. as well. But again, I feel like all of that kind of grinds to a halt in this last episode. Exactly. Which I think, you know, I and I was in there to like see what they're doing instead of just like sitting there asking questions and being like, huh? Yeah. And it, okay. I guess after WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which felt like they were a storyline that um, exists amongst other storylines and will continue. They felt complete. And this series does not feel complete. And then once they announced Mm -hmm. the second one, it's like, Oh, okay. So there's even more to this. Like I, I expected something to happen with Sylvie you know, or mm-hmm. something to happen between them or whatever. And then it like kind of have some finality to it and then, yeah. you know, be a, a story amongst a larger, you know, more epic story. But then it's like, oh, we're still in the middle of that story and we don't even know what happened to her. And it just felt kind of like, oh, like it just wasn't what I expected. You know, if I knew it was going to be that way, yeah. I would have been going into it. If I knew like, oh, this will be half a story. I would have been like, oh, that's fine. But mm-hmm. thinking it's going to end like the other ones and it didn't, I was like, it really threw me off. Yeah. Well, look, we're we've been talking about the this last episode a lot. I want to talk about a different episode, which is the episode that has multiple Lokis oh, yeah. in it. This one guy, though, I don't know. He was like a, a black dude holding a hammer. So I was like, is this guy, is this like Black Thor or something? Mm. But no, it's like he's just Loki. Mm-hmm. But the, the hammer, hammer threw me off. And the little kid like, is the one who killed Thor. So he didn't kill Thor. So why does he have a hammer? Yeah, yeah, that was confusing to me. But huh. I guess they were all Loki variants. That said, 
There's a Loki alligator. Amazing. Because fuck yeah, yeah. there is. Why not? <laughs> when um, I told Amanda that, I was like, it's gotten really weird. There's a there's a Loki alligator. She was like, what? And I was like, you wouldn't like it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in that, well, that's like the tag on one of the the episodes, I believe. And then on the episode that mm. has like both Loki and Sylvie interacting with these other Lokis, there's a a scene where it like pans through that planet's core, and as it fades down mm. to like the little like bunker they're in. <sighs> Steven, I don't know if you caught mm-hmm. this. You might have to pull up a picture of it. But there's a cameo appearance by Frog Thor, aka Throg. Oh. Like in the little like underground thing. I saw, I saw it. it. I did mm-hmm. not know it was what did you call it? Throg? Throg Throg. It's a character mm-hmm. from Walt Simonson's run oh. in Thor, where Thor turns into a frog. <laughs> yeah, because he's and in a little jar it. or something, right? Like he's trying to break out. It looked like the what? the thing that they dropped I think he's from like the hopping through. Yeah, I thought he was like hopping through the the dirt or whatever. Oh, okay, then maybe I'm missing. There's like another one that looks like when when Thor gets tricked in Avengers into the the glass cage and dropped out, and he mm-hmm. like tries to break out of it. There's a part where they like go down. And I, it looked to me like there was like something in like a, that glass cage trying to break out, but I just thought it was a tiny Thor. I didn't know it was oh. uh, or whatever. So now I have to look that up. Get him in. Yeah. Um, but evidently, Chris Hemsworth uh, made an uncredited voice cameo uh, as Throg in the awesome <laughs> in it. So um, that's that's fine. I don't remember hearing any like audio from it mm-hmm. or whatever, but evidently he did. Um, he grunts. But I love it so much. Uh, I I hope they bring Throg back and give him a movie. Um, it's the right thing to do. They can do whatever they you want have now. You know, Thor as a frog. What? Yeah. Are you going to tell me people are not going to line up in droves <laughs> yeah. to see this? You're out of your fucking mind. That's that's the beauty of what they're doing now. They can do whatever they want. It's amazing. Honestly, I hope that's where Phase Five brings oh, Throg yeah. into play. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Kevin Feige. Um, guess what? All the Avengers, fucking animals now. Yeah. What? You know you're gonna go see it. You know you're gonna oh, see man. it. I mean, Rocket Raccoon got you addicted. One of the best, right? So, Rocket Raccoon is now a human. <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> He's the only one. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he converted. Um, so, what about Black Widow? You want to get into that? Black Black Widow, baby. Black Widow. Um, yeah. Another female-led superhero movie mm-hmm. takes place not in present day. Uh, yeah takes place after uh, civil war and it uh overall i enjoyed it i watched this fucking thing on a plane i got up we were flying <laughs> to mexico uh-huh. friday morning and i bought it on uh disney premiere access or mm-hmm. whatever because i'm like i would have seen this in theaters probably but like I'm, I'm going out of the country it's impossible and i'm not going to be able to avoid spoilers because i know who i am as a person yep. i forget names and then i in in deep <laughs> into the mcu yeah. lore so i'm like i gotta i gotta do this so i plunked down 30 bucks for it and put it on my tablet that morning mm-hmm. and watched it on the the flight to mexico and uh, i really had a good time with it i i love being back in the world of like a mcu film mm-hmm. it just felt good to me to be back there and um give you that yeah i thought I thought Scarlett Johansson was was great in this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought Florence Pugh, oh, holy shit, was stole the show. fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah, she really did. I can see why they like had an actress of her caliber sign up to play mm-hmm. what will likely be the new Black Widow going forward. Yeah, um, if the rumors are true, and 
even if not, like you got to have her back at some point because she was just like fucking phenomenal Ugh. in this role. She's so funny uh, and like, yeah. Oh yeah, she was a great addition to this. She was probably my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Hellboy was great in this movie <laughs> as well. Uh, <laughs> I did think he was good. Yeah, uh, David Harbor is yep, that right? David Harbor. Uh, I'm glad that he like so quickly after that Hellboy disaster mm-hmm. got to be in this movie I know. because. He was able to like everybody loves him as Hopper yep. in Stranger Things, but like you know he's he's transitioning into film or whatever, and he needs a hit. Yeah, you know I hope they bring Red Guardian back too. He was fun. It was so much he fun. He was fun. I like that one. And I spent all this time talking about them, trying to think of the other lady's name. <laughs> Rachel Vice. I was hoping it would come. Rachel Vice. Yeah. yeah. It it throws me off because her last name begins with the W, it. but it's pronounced with a V, right? Yep. Um. But uh, man, she was good in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was good in the movie. Yep. Um, the, the like de-aging technology mm-hmm. they're using, like I couldn't tell if it was Rachel Weiss at the beginning of the movie or if they got like a younger actress to play her. Um, so we were trying to watch this one and then, uh, we asked Amanda's parents if they wanted, cause we're living with them cause of the fire right now. So, uh, mm-hmm. we asked them if they wanted to watch it and her mom said, no, she didn't watch Black Widow. And we had recently watched the mummy with them, which we all love with, with oh, Rachel yeah. Weiss in it. So we were, we saw The Mummy Returns was on HBO Max, and so we were like, oh, we could watch The Mummy Returns instead. And she was like, oh, I'm just going to read. You guys go ahead and watch Black Widow since it's new and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So we go up there. I forgot she was in this even, and she shows up, and I was like, oh, there you go. We got to watch, uh, watch Rachel Weiss anyway. And Amanda was like, is that her? Because of the de-aging, mm-hmm. she was like, I can't really tell. It's like it's good, but it looks yeah. weird. I just couldn't tell, you know? And I was like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like that's interesting. Uh, but it, it worked. Like all their movies, I think it works mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah. yeah, it it threw me off. Like mm-hmm. it, it really like fooled yeah, me. Yeah, right. God damn it, <laughs> Disney, you did it. Like normally I'm like pretty good. Like Michael Douglas de-aged in Ant Man still looks like Michael Douglas, yeah. but Rachel Vice looked like she stepped out. Like at like the day after she filmed that first Mummy movie, yeah, right. they had her on set for this movie. Yeah. Like she looked so, so youthful, and like she's still a beautiful woman. She oh, she, she looks great. Looks great. Like in present yeah, day, yeah, yeah. or present day, like a few years ago, yeah. you know, it was like whenever after it was like after Civil yeah. War, whenever, <laughs> whenever that, that happened. Um, but it, yeah, man, yeah, it, it looked really good though. We we might have to stop Disney. They're getting like it's too, too much. good. Yeah, this technology is going to be used for ill before too oh, long. Oh yeah, I mean already is, but maybe mm-hmm. not by Disney yet. But they are going to be yeah. our overlords. So. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Kevin Feige. <laughs> Guess what? Everyone's fucking Mickey Mouse now. <laughs> Everyone's Mickey Mouse, and you're going to fucking like it. Yeah, I think that would work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought everybody was really good. David Harbour is also looked pretty cool in that very opening shot. Um, like, it worked. That he looked like David Harbour, mm-hmm. but younger. And obviously, later on, he has, like, that huge beard and stuff. Um, yeah. So it kind of changes it up. But... Um, but yeah, I thought it all looked really good. I liked the storyline, how it started off in Ohio, and I was kind of confused at first. Like, who's this going <laughs> to yeah. follow and all that? But it was it was cool. I, I loved the escape and everything and how it all played out. Um, and seeing, like, a young Black Widow, you know, young yeah. Natasha was cool. Um, I, yeah. I love that opening scene. It's great. The, the whole thing yeah, leading through the escape and where, you know, he sends the girls off mm-hmm. or whatever. It was so, like, it... It threw me off, but I enjoyed it like almost immediately. You yeah. know, it was like, here's this weird thing you did not expect, 
But guess what? You're going to fucking like it. There's something like you said. It's like it felt good to be back in an MCU movie again. And yeah. that opening scene was just really well done. Like it just really felt like, mm-hmm. especially after watching Loki, which is great, but different being a TV series and stuff. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is really cool. Like it really felt kind of like a, a warm hug after COVID year, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, here we go. We're back. It's all right. Uh, it it nice. took me a minute, like you were saying. It takes place in Ohio, but I was like, oh, they're doing some like the Americans. Yes, shit. that's what I thought that's too. What yeah, doing. yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. And the way that but, they like discuss it in the kitchen first, and they're like, it's happened. Mm-hmm. We have to like, we have to leave in an hour. Like mm-hmm. the, all of it, it reminded me of what I've seen of the Americans. Um, like it was that mm-hmm. same kind of vibe, which is cool because it's also like so actiony in these versus that kind of thing but it really did feel like real spies you know where they're just like yeah. normal people you know acting like they're a normal family and stuff um, and then the fact that the kids were like in on it like i thought at first they were their actual kids um one thing we were wondering about there's a scene where uh black widow like drops like five stories and hits like every fucking thing on the way down <laughs> and lands in a superhero yeah. pose and it, yeah and we were like, it was after they had called him dad and stuff. And so we were like, oh, is, is her real dad like the superhero? And maybe this whole time she's actually had like some superhero blood in her. And then it's like, oh, no, that was all fake. And then we were like, OK, mm-hmm. back to the drawing board. Why the fuck did she survive that? You know, <laughs> yeah, but it's no. like you just like go with it. It's fine. Uh, and the, yeah. it, it's so weird, too, because like because of like the the trailers and whatnot i knew what was going to happen at, like toward the end of the movie where like shit's just falling from the sky oh, and she's yeah, like yeah. landing on different things you know i'm just like by the time it gets to that point in the movie i'm like yeah of course yep. but yeah she yeah she's oh, a that, fucking avenger she it's oh she fought yeah. aliens previously yeah, yeah it's fine I'm, okay i'm cool with it it's fine she once had a guy just throw her in the air so she could you know get a ride on a an alien like air jet ski and uh, <laughs> yeah, she can do it. It's yeah. fine. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, yeah, that air fight at the end was really fucking cool. And everything. I think the effects in this movie looked rad from beginning to end. I thought I, there was nothing that I was like really questioning. Um, they did a really good job with like the, the fight choreography. I thought was really cool. Um, the way that the camera would follow that. It was like close, but not really too close. It felt choreographed, but not too choreographed at all. It was just very cool looking. Um mm-hmm. My main gripe with it is I, uh, the way I explained it to my brother, uh, Danny, I was he asked what I thought of it because he was like, oh, we liked it, but it had a few issues. And I was like, I liked it a lot um, for a Marvel movie mm-hmm. that came out seven years ago. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it definitely would have been great then. But mm-hmm. uh, like my mother-in-law, you know, refused to watch it because she was like, she's already dead. Like, what's the point? I thought going into this, there was going to be some big revelation that there was a reason mm-hmm. why we had to see this movie, either why it was a prequel released after the, her death now, or mm-hmm. like specifically there's a reason for that, or even if it was just like, oh, there's a backstory thing, but like it's gonna pay so, so much bigger dividends. And besides mm-hmm. her sister, you know, quote unquote, coming into it and like taking over the Black Widow mantle, um, which feels important and I, I'm very much in support of, otherwise I was like, I really don't understand the point of this movie. Like, it mm-hmm. was cool to see this backstory, but there was nothing really that changed anything in the MCU. So it just felt like, um, like we always thought, like, oh, there should be a Black Widow movie for so many years, like there is for all the guys. And then they mm-hmm. did it, and it's like, oh, yeah, this should have been like years ago. Like, there was no excuse yeah. to me of why this wasn't yeah. a part of it before. And I don't know where, I know it fits after Civil War. And it would have felt weird for this to come out after Civil War in my mind versus the other ones. But it's like it didn't really I don't know. It could have been any time, you know, they could have made that 
work in 2014, you know, yeah. uh, this story mm-hmm. or whatever and made it work. But, um, other than that, like I liked it, I was just like, for, for most of them, they have an overarching premise and I don't really know where this fits in yet. You know, if it matters besides her sister. So, yeah. Um, counterpoint, please. You're wrong. Oh, um, you got me. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because it doesn't really push the overall narrative yeah. forward for the MCU. However, um, I have been waiting to see, the red room like mm. on screen and deal with all of that stuff in her past yeah. and in the first avengers movie she had mentioned she's got red in her ledger um because she's been an assassin and she's only kind of hinted at like some of the mm-hmm. bad shit she's done in her past and seeing her like um when she was freeing herself from the red room back in the day and her like killing what she thought was killing mm-hmm. the the guy in charge of the red room and his daughter was collateral damage and she was just like well it, it had to be done mm-hmm. you know she was she just got caught up in the crosshairs but for the greater good um it was necessary yeah. for that to play out or whatever and then like you know as you go throughout the movie you you come to find out that's not necessarily the mm-hmm. case again spoilers but um and the, the fact that Natasha is the one that got to, like, in the Red Room and yeah. save all those girls, um, that that part, like, I don't know. Just, like, overall, I I like that story mm-hmm. for her as a character. Now, in the greater MCU, yeah, I can see, like, how that wouldn't maybe necessarily, like, impact mm-hmm. it. But like you were saying, if this came out after Civil War, um, it would have had, like, a greater impact. But also at the time, the uh, the, the guy who was, like, he still is like running Marvel, but not necessarily like the movie division. Mm-hmm. Ike Perlmutter, mm-hmm. a big uh, dipshit Donnie fan, unfortunately. Um, he Gross. he had put put out the mandate when he was like able to like weigh in on the movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, uh, we're not gonna be able to sell like female action figures for a female led movie. So we're not going to do it or whatever. Yeah. But luckily, Kevin Feige was like, hmm. We're going to restructure a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. So, yeah. Yeah. Because um, I feel like. So I, I would. Needs to I be. would wager that's why this movie or this story wasn't told at until the time. Now. Yeah. Gotcha. I was trying to look but, up. Yes. There's there's been so many movies that I was really kind of getting lost. I was like I had heard going into it, it was post Civil War. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I was like, I can't remember what all came out around then now and like where this would fit in. So it's almost like I have to rewatch them. Yeah. So. Uh, Doctor Strange and Black Panther mm. were both after Civil yeah. War and take place after that that movie in the continuity. Yeah. Um, like Guardians 2 came out during that time, but that doesn't really like factor in mm-hmm. to the story at all, you know. But um, but yeah, I think if you watched this movie immediately after Civil War and then like pick it up with Black Panther and Doctor Strange mm-hmm. uh, going forward, you'd, you'd be OK. Um, I am kind of fascinated with how you could show these to people who have not mm-hmm. seen them or hadn't seen them in a while or whatever, and just what that experience would be like. Because it does fit in there, like, snugly in that continuity. Mm-hmm. However, the, like, post credit scene, again, spoilers, um, where we see that Natasha Romanoff is dead, and Yelena mm-hmm. goes to visit her grave, and she sees uh, Contessa... A lot of names yeah. uh, steps out <laughs> from talking to the Winter Soldier. <laughs> and she she says, oh, uh, the person who killed her is this and shows her a picture of Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, does this work as a good, like, stinger? Like, if you watch the movies in this order? And I think it fucking does. Hmm. And here's why. No, Steven, calm down. I'm going to explain. I'm very angry. Spit on my desk. Yep. Um, I think if you were to watch this and see that stinger, and then you watch, you know, the other movies, you know, going into Infinity War and then Endgame, you're you're constantly like, well, it, when does she die? Mm-hmm. And how? And how does Hawkeye play oh, into sure. it? And then you get to Endgame, you're like, oh, he didn't kill her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would kind of you know? ruin the rewatch. But otherwise, because in my head, it came out after and it should have come out years ago. But if I in the rewatch, mm-hmm. I could watch this in that order. Like it came out years ago. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be that thing. Like if you're showing it to someone new, it's mm-hmm. almost like you'd have to hold that stinger until after <laughs> See, Endgame or something, you know? I, I don't necessarily think so yeah. because it, it makes you ask the question, well, how did she die? And then what role did Hawkeye play in it? Uh, so I think it's okay, like, you're saying. it's kind of an in- interesting questions that arise and mm-hmm. then you'll get the answer in just a quick, like seven movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I did see after this, cause I was curious what that would entail. And this is where I was losing like Amanda and her dad trying to tell them all the connections and what happened to Loki and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I was like, oh, well, if she's seen a picture of Hawkeye now and blames him for it. Like, is she going to be in the Hawkeye show? And it's like, sure enough, Florence Pugh has been announced to be in the Hawkeye show. And I guess mm-hmm. was also announced a while ago. I'm not sure like the, the order I think it was of that. more like rumored. OK, or whatever. rumored then. Until recently. So it seems like yeah. she's been confirmed now since the movie came out that as Supreme Court judge. Yeah. yeah. She's confirmed mm-hmm. um, that she she will be in Hawkeye. So it's like, oh, that's cool. Like, because I didn't know what was going to happen with Hawkeye and him training Kate Bishop and stuff. But it's like, oh, mm-hmm. now that makes sense. It's like as we're getting these TV shows and then Black Widow with that stinger and stuff, it's like, oh, this is how the fold is all coming together for the next yeah. phase where otherwise we just had them independent of each other. But it's like after WandaVision, we know that like there's like some Doctor Strangeness to her. You know, and that that's like gotta be, mm-hmm. and I think she's gonna be in that movie to Wanda, right? Uh, Doctor Strange, yeah. yes. So yeah. it's like, oh, after mm-hmm. WandaVision, it's like, oh yeah, she's gonna be in that one. That's how that's connected. And then it's like, well, we knew Hawkeye was like training this new chick, but we don't know what that's gonna entail. And it's like, otherwise, could just be its own story or whatever. But it's like, oh no, it's gonna mm-hmm. you know involve this thing now. And then clearly with Loki blowing everything up with this new villain and the the multiverse and stuff, uh, that's like the biggest one I think that's like affected everything. But and then. I, I honestly forget about Falcon of the Winter Soldier. I still don't even know. Like, <laughs> I, we have a new Falcon at the end of it, I guess. is like, you know, the thing. A new Captain one. America. And it, yeah. Oh, yeah. A new Captain America. And yeah. we have, uh, like you said, this. Uh, what's her? Lots of names. Um, mm-hmm. We have this like new Black Widow rumored and Florence Pugh is taking over that mantle. We have a new, you know, Haley Steinfeld maybe taking over the Hawkeye mantle and some some fashion or whatever. Uh, and then we have um, the last one. I'm I'm totally losing train of my, my train of thought now that I was getting to. Oh, the other and uh, U.S. agent at the end of oh, that yeah. show, right? Mm-hmm. That she had approached them. So Amanda hadn't watched that show with me. So whenever she came on screen on Black Widow, I was like, oh, her. And Amanda was like, oh, uh, from Seinfeld. And I was like, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's her. But like she's already been in the MCU yet. But I don't know who she is or what she's supposed to be doing yet. We don't really know much about her. She's just like recruiting people. And I'm like, maybe she's recruiting like an anti Avengers. I don't know. I don't know what this is going to be. Because even if you look up stuff about them, like they change so much stuff for the MCU from the comics, you know, they just take names Mm -hmm. and like tweak things and whatever. So um, I'm intrigued by it. 
but I'm not sh like sold on it yet. You know, I'm not sure where it's all going, but it is cool to see them all kind of connecting, you know. Her full name, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yeah. Rolls right it off does. the tongue. Actually, it's pretty nice, but it's just really long. This is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, it's fine. Um, but uh, yeah, well, let's talk about Taskmaster. Please, Steven. yeah. There were a lot of rumors about who is going to play Taskmaster. Um, it's it's kind of like a maybe C or B level mm -hmm. character in, in comics, but like one of, uh, it's kind of like a fan favorite character as gotcha. well kind of rides the line um but in the comics he's got like a full-on just like skull face mm. um sometimes it's a mask sometimes it's like it emotes so i guess he just has like a skull face i don't know doesn't really matter and the mcu it's like a helmet essentially that has like skeletal mm. type details on it i thought it was cool though uh looks like they play in slipknot on the weekend nice potentially potentially <laughs> i don't know allegedly but, um there were a lot of rumors as to like who certain characters were going to be. Um, uh, Black Widow has a uh, a guy who acquires things for her mm -hmm. throughout the movie, like vehicles, um, uh, supplies, things yeah. of that nature. Helps her like hide out um, so she can like regroup or or whatever. Um, there were rumors that that guy was going to be Taskmaster, mm. um, and then there was uh, I think rumors sort of for like other potential characters or whatever. Maybe Taskmaster was just going to be their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, all we knew is that the character was Taskmaster. And did you have any idea what like the the skill set or, or abilities were? I once I saw the movie, it's like it's it's like the movie was supposed to come out so long ago that I'd forgotten so many things that I did kind of know. Right. right? Yeah. Which uh -huh. we kind of talked about, like rewatching trailers to be like, oh, yeah, this movie's coming out and everything. So once mm -hmm. the movie played out and Taskmaster started mimicking her fighting, I was like, oh, yeah, I think this person like mimics everybody's fighting styles. Mm -hmm. um, so it, yeah. it, there was a nugget of information I had somewhere about it. Um, but I love that mm -hmm. idea. And it was really yeah. cool. That was like the co fight choreography, seeing the same stuff right back at you was pretty fucking rad and terrifying yeah. to fight, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I, I like, how that. are you supposed to beat this person when they can copy what you're yeah. doing as you're doing it? You totally. know, um, the the character in the comics like occasionally has a personality but it varies a little mm -hmm. bit kind of depending on who the writer is in this movie there's almost no like character to it yeah um because of like the reveal of of taskmaster mm -hmm. um what did you think about that that reveal well uh it's okay to me mm -hmm. i so i had no history with this character so that, that doesn't bother me um just like i have not a lot of history with a lot of these characters like i know some people really hated the the trevor slattery um, reveal for uh, oh yeah the what's his name Iron Man three yeah and uh, Ben Kingsley Sir Ben yeah. Kingsley uh, but that didn't bother I thought that was hilarious when that happened because I had no like you know I didn't have any pre preconceived notions I didn't have any attachment to that mm -hmm. character so whatever and this one too that doesn't bother me uh, what what bothered me more is uh, I was watching this movie and just the whole idea of like the black widows used to be like psychologically trained to do this and now they're like chemically trained to do it i was like man i feel mm -hmm. like this is kind of like the born legacy and it felt very much like the born movies and then i read yeah. about it and people were like yeah that's pretty much the born legacy and which also stars rachel vice um oh okay. they like it's like the born like jason born version of that that matt damon was like trained and psychologically conditioned to do that and by jeremy renner's thing and that he's being like chemically altered or whatever so I was like, I've, we've already kind of seen this is the problem. And then 
Uh, with okay. Taskmaster uh, as well, the reveal made me think of uh, I think it's X two, um, when it's like Stryker's son is like controlling um, Professor X's mind and stuff. Oh yeah, you know, it felt mm-hmm. like that almost like the villain had been like uh, we find out they had a kid who's like really powerful and they've been there the whole time like doing stuff or whatever. So mm-hmm. it felt almost like this movie was borrowing stuff from other stuff and that doesn't necessarily mean anything bad um, except for some of it was uh, similar enough that during the movie I was like thinking about it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that was fine with me. Uh, it being like the daughter and stuff uh, and like this whole like revenge, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But like you said, it didn't, there wasn't a whole lot of character development with that, except for the fighting style. So it's like, it was like, okay. Then I moved on, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, the, the only problem I had with it is that th- it just looked weird when it was her like head floating on what was clearly mm. like a male stunt double's yeah. like shoulders <laughs> or whatever. It just looked a little bit that. awkward. Yeah. Um, th- they've done stuff like that in comics where, um, there's this character called Ronan mm-hmm. who was like a mystery character and it was like uh, this ninja looking guy and uh, Jeremy Renner has like a similar like Ronan costume mm-hmm. in Endgame when we come yeah. across him um, and it looks badass but it's very like built like a man muscular everything when the character removes their helmet we find out it's uh, this woman named Echo who's from uh, the Daredevil comics and it's just like it's like but how mm-hmm. you have just like a bunch of like fake ass looking muscles like it just seemed like hey audience we're gonna trick you yes, one of those type of things like you know uh-huh. yeah and it's yeah. like you could have i i understand like making the um uh, wanting to keep like that that reveal a secret mm-hmm. but also it just seems uh a, a little too winky yeah. at the the audience but overall, I didn't. I didn't mind it. Matter of fact, I, I enjoyed that it was uh, Natasha who like essentially created her mm-hmm. in a way by like blowing her up yep. or trying to, and then that that ghost coming back to haunt her, you know, later in life and uh, causing like so much havoc mm-hmm. in her life or whatever. It was it was more like personal in that way. But um, I just thought the the effect, I yeah. guess, didn't didn't really like look very good. I'm with you there. But um, yeah, like I, I hope they bring that character back. If if not that same actress playing Taskmaster, we know that technology exists. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a different person, I, I don't care what gender it is, uh, plays that role because I do think that's like a cool power mm-hmm. set that could be further explored or whatever. It'd be cool to even see uh, that character again come back, kind of like in uh, I guess it was Civil War, right? In the beginning when they're like patrolling. Uh, and uh, Frank Grillo comes back as the crossbones. Cross, crossbones. Yeah, and it's like yeah. almost like uh, just like a little, you know, they're just there for like a little bit, you know, kind of sprinkled yeah. throughout, mm-hmm. like like the comics kind of would be, you know, it's like, oh, here's a little story, and this person's back. Like we've talked about that a little bit, I think, on the show before. Where mm-hmm. I'm excited for this next phase because people can keep coming back now, or they can recycle ideas back into it. And mm-hmm. like I've, I've heard rumors and stuff about. Um, like again, like Trevor Slattery and stuff like, oh, that was a fake thing, but maybe there is a real villain out there, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as well. And we could still do that. And it's like, oh, that's cool. So I'm excited to see if they do bring back some of these people and in, in different ways, even for like a little bit of screen time, you know, just just yeah. fleshes out the whole universe a little more. Well, speaking of fleshing it out, uh, Thaddeus Ross, played by William Hurt, yes. is in this as well. 
And I thought that was a cool cameo. There were rumors that there were going to be there supposed to be a cameo by Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that wasn't in the movie. He's listed on um, the cast when I looked it up just now. I was like, what are you talking about? Really? Yeah. He was like one of the first people in Black Widow. It's like, uh, is he in a photo in the background like, somewhere? I'm like, that's so weird. I was looking up trying to be like, oh, remember everybody's names, like Rachel Vice, you know? He's the fourth person listed off if you Google it. He's before David Harbour. Really? But what? there's no character name below him. <laughs> so, like, it doesn't make that's any so sense. Weird. Yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. as a photo of Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how fucking I, I weird. I think they, like, mentioned Tony Stark at some point. <laughs> you know, like, that's, I don't know. It's weird. Wow, maybe he got points on yeah. this fucking thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He made seven Dang, million dollars for, for his name being mentioned. <laughs> yeah. <yet. laughs> yeah, it's not even his name yeah. as a character yeah. he played. A character um, he does not own. Yeah, yeah, he, that existed <laughs> before we knew who yeah, he was. Exactly. You know, um, uh, what else was it going to say? Um, oh, I, I guess like I'm, I'm glad there weren't any like further MCU cameos mm. beyond that because it, didn't need I feel to be. like that would have taken away from Black Widow, mm. like her overall story and then like i don't know it just kind of seems weird that you've got a female-led superhero and then you're bringing in other like name male actors or whatever to like kind of help support like i don't know i i just like that they believed in this movie enough that they didn't have to do that yeah i guess yeah Yeah, i agree with Um, that i read an article uh that kind of helped me parse through my feelings about this and they had mentioned that like especially with florence Pugh kind of taking over maybe the mantle of that black widow and then just you know being a great addition to this as an actress in the series Mm -hmm. um they were like you almost feel like natasha's kind of like a supporting character to her own story towards the end because so many people are involved with taking that thing down like there's you know Mm -hmm. all the different faces they're like uh mimicking each other and all the stuff or whatever and like you find out oh it's not really rachel vice it's actually her and blah 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 that it's like it's all like Mm -hmm. a, a partnership you know um so it already felt like you know they didn't need more people like this should still be the black widow story and it was getting dangerously close towards the end of it not even being that um because her sister kind of takes over and then like they still show her you know headstone at the end of everything so you you still acknowledge she died um so i i think Mm -hmm. if you added more cameos in it would have felt less and less like a black widow movie and just more and more like an mcu movie and uh, Mm -hmm. after all this time if you're gonna do anything after she's her character's dead, you better make it a black fucking widow movie, you know? Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's good. Yeah, good this, is, this is her last at. Yeah, right. So sports. Yeah, <laughs> we love them. We love, them. <laughs> love basketball. Um, so Ray Winstone is mm-hmm. Drakov, who's the like Russian general um, who is not Russian. Mm-hmm. Um does not speak with a Russian Ooh, accent. You've got cares? multiple actors in this thing yeah. with Russian accents, but like, yeah. hey, you know, it is what it is. It works. Yeah. Uh, I can look past that. That was just like uh, a complaint I heard from mm-hmm. people online gotcha. or whatever, but it's fine. It, it didn't really bother me. I um, thought about how many, all of them, they're all like, I was like, to me, David Harbour sounds pretty good as like a, when he speaks English in a Russian accent, but I was like, they all sound like pretty good but i i wonder if like actual russians are like fuck these people or russian yeah. americans anybody that speaks english with that accent you know but it, to me most mm-hmm. of them sounded pretty good uh but there was a point in time where i was like i really don't care if the, any of them keep the, like there was sometimes like david harbour would sound good but then he would like yell and it sounded just straight like american english and i was like fuck mm-hmm. it like i don't care you know yeah it, yeah it's i'm i'm willing to look past yeah. so much stuff for this you know yeah. I'll, I'll give them a wide berth on all of it um i'm trying to see if there's anything else um in particular mm-hmm. that uh stood out to me do you have anything no. 
Oh, asked and yep. answered. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm tired. We're like two and a half hours into this now. I'm like, yeah, I know. We're, we're, we're deep into this. Um, like, overall, I, I enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought uh, the story was engaging enough that I was, like, glued to my screen yeah. the entire time. And then when somebody walked by and asked if I wanted some pretzels and a drink, I was like, I do. And I'm trying to be patient. <laughs> but I am in the middle of this movie. Yeah. You so, do get really angry yeah. about when you ask her if you want a pretzel. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. You just reacted just now. I'm sorry. Sorry, I triggered really it. Was, My whole I'm family sorry. is killed by a pretzel. Um, <laughs> I will say that uh, I, I wish this movie had been released years ago. It's okay that it's released now. I still think it was a pretty solid movie. I had a good time, like you mm-hmm. said. I really enjoyed being back in an MCU movie. I'm glad you mentioned it that way. I think that's a good mm-hmm. way to say it. After all these series, which I really liked. Um, and I also feel like had this even just come out last year, like it should have before mm-hmm. all of the Disney plus series came out, I would have felt differently about it. But because yeah. each of them have such huge ramifications for the MCU and the next phase, and this one doesn't really, it felt like, oh, this would have been great before those, but I was expecting more from it. That's why I was expecting mm-hmm. some big reveal or whatever in this film to be like, oh, this thing we always thought we knew was true is not true or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing really like that that I saw. So it felt like I'd been geared up from all these TV shows. I finished Loki before I watched this movie, you know, so I just got oh, yeah. through that one where it's like this huge fucking thing that changes everything. And then it was like, and yeah. this movie that takes place a few years ago. And really, you didn't even need to know it because we obviously already moved past it in the series. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it felt like uh, just the timing of it kind of threw me off. But otherwise, I really enjoyed it. You know, I just think I would have enjoyed it more had it been placed differently in the timeline, you know, when they actually released it. Mm-hmm. So, well, the timeline branched. Thanks, TVA. Wow. <sighs> Fucking up again. again. Hey, get off that jet ski. <laughs> get to work. God damn it. Um, yeah. That is a, a, a good observation about the release being like shuffled with everything yeah. because um the the actual like intended release of all of this stuff was like uh what was the last mcu thing to come out it was uh spider-man far Mm. from home wow yeah and then it was supposed to be black widow another spider related Mm -hmm. movie oh my god nothing about spiders yeah why is it always spiders what if they were i don't know bats yeah you got a batman (laughs) you got a batwoman okay just think about it guys just disney good with it so it was supposed to be Black Widow and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. And after that, it was going to mm. be WandaVision, Loki, etc. Yeah. But um, it, obviously it, that that didn't happen. Yeah, that uh, would have been a better various reasons. Yeah. Trajectory. All, be, all because Bruce Wayne fucked that bat, you know, <laughs> then he maybe we don't want Batman. It's, a, it's a self snowballing yeah. of bats. You know, you can't do it that and Bruce way. Wayne did it. You know what, guys? Don't make them bats. Mm-mm. Make them, I don't know, give them like superpowers. Just, just make them super. Whatever. Superman, superwoman. <laughs> it's fine. Supergirl, so, whatever you got. Yeah, That's fine. Whatever you got. But super on everything. Um, but the, I remember the, um, we see the Contessa at the end of mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, which was a surprise appearance by Julia Louise Dreyfus. Again, so many names. <sighs> um, so it does fit with her character then, huh? 
it yeah. is. Um, but she was supposed to be like revealed in Black Widow, and that ah. the, the director said it got spoiled in Falcon. Mm-hmm. But did it? It didn't really. Like it just. When she yeah. came on screen this time, I was like, hey, there she is. Oh, she's got purple streaks in her They're hair. They're the same scene with different people. Less, yeah. So it didn't really matter mm-hmm. where they fall. But that would have been an interesting, you know, if this had come out like it planned, that would have been the way and it would have been different. So, yeah. It was kind of crazy in that post credit scene to, like, see her. And then as I was watching, it was like, are you telling me Julia Louise Dreyfus? This poor woman has had to sit on this secret <laughs> for such a long time. Yeah. And then it finally gets revealed at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier and then she's like still sitting on the secret. It's like, well, I'm in this other yeah, thing too. I can't, I can't, can't talk, talk about, about it. It's going to be a big, big yeah. thing. But yeah. But I do like the idea that she's out there recruiting all of these um, characters mm-hmm. for something in the future. What it is, I don't yeah. know. I can wager some guesses, but I just want that to unfold before yeah, me. It's cool. You know? It'll be fun that way. Yeah, I like that. It'll be fun. We're all going to have a good time. <laughs> Don't you grit your teeth at me. We're having fun. We're having fun for the next 28 seconds. Alright. We are. Oh, I was saying we as an exclamation. Oh, yeah. I thought we were doing a sentence. Yeah. Like, having fun. fun. <laughs> That's how you speak to cavemen whenever you come across them in the past. Look, time travel's that involved. There you, you go. Know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Man. Yep. Well, I think overall I liked I liked both Loki and Black Widow. They both had their faults Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we'll see how they play out in the future with what the reveals that do happen with those characters and stuff and how uh, the rest of the phase four goes. We'll see how this plays out. But uh, I'm definitely down Mm -hmm. for what they're they're laying the tracks for. With the multiverse yeah, and stuff, choo-choo. yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. It sounds really complicated, but uh, really fun, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm cool with that. So far, they're like pretty good at handholding everyone mm-hmm. with like kind of guiding totally. them through everything. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully, everything uh, runs smoothly yeah. as it can. For sure. Yeah. It's a shizzle. Or right, anything else for I you? I never mentioned that the the. Uh, the in credit stinger on that last episode of Loki is just like a paperwork or a piece of like paperwork and then a stamp that comes down that says Loki will return for season two. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I, I was looking cool. for more I guess. and I was like, oh, that was it. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Again, there I just thought are. that series would actually have an ending and then it mm-hmm. didn't and then like didn't even have a good stinger. You know, it had the other one where he's like sees like the the big statue of the mm-hmm. dude or whatever. And it's like, uh, that's cool and all, but it, it's also mm-hmm. like just a huge ellipses, you know, it's like, there's more to come. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm looking forward to a bunch of these characters coming back together again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's cool to explore them in their own stories, but like I'm ready for them to interact with each yeah. other again. I just want to see it. Well, ever since the novelty of it, you know, is it there's like a is it the end of Civil War that we see like all the, like the new team training at the Avengers campus or whatever and like Falcons there they're like all inside the hangar. There's like a oh that's a Age of Ultron. Ultron. Okay, so there's like yeah. ever since then. I've thought like oh they're gonna like lead into this like new Avengers you know and then everything kept playing out with the the current avengers until uh end game you know obviously 
And now it mm-hmm. feels like that's this is finally coming true. So it's like it'll be interesting when they actually get to like a new Avengers film, like Avengers four, mm-hmm. and uh, right or Avengers five. Yeah. Oh my god! Do, yeah, count, I guess it would be the fifth one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever it is, right? Like whenever they get to that, and we'll have all these new people, and like Natasha's gone, but her sister's there, and she's the new Black Widow, mm-hmm. and we have. You know, all these different characters and then maybe just brand new people as well, not just like replacement mm-hmm. people. But, um, you know, we have a, a brand new Captain America and like all this stuff. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And I'm excited for it, too, once it all kind of comes back together. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds good. What what if Disney takes a page from Universal Studios and the next Avengers movie is like Avengers 3? You're like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> We had not one, but two other Avengers movies that came out. Or like... Pretty big deals. Like Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad, but it was The Avengers, so they're just like, Avengers. And you're like, wait a second, what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) Avengers 3, colon, the second one. Huh? Come on, guys. And then it's like, time travel, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the logo mm-hmm. instead of the like a with the circle it's like just a clock oh yeah but it's like it's not even like a circular <laughs> one with a face it's like a digital <laughs> clock like guys what are you what doing what is here? happening here yeah. yeah hi i'm kevin feige you know you're gonna fucking see this thing. yeah that's, it doesn't even matter he's gotten us man what are you doing right now wedding funeral both um Cancel them because you're gonna go see Guess this movie. There's a new Spider-Man. I don't, oh, yeah, all right. I don't care if it, I don't care if it is a Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're going to see this movie. So enjoy. At least it's all in Disney Plus now. That's nice. This is true. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good. It'll be there for you. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, I am certainly exhausted after talking for that long. I I hope mm-hmm. that our listeners are also equally exhausted by listening to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How could you not mm-hmm. be? At That's this the point, goal. You know? That's what we've always been trying to do, you know? So we did we it. We did it. We got yeah. there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, it was certainly good to be back again with you talking about this. I hope everybody enjoyed listening to us ramble on about all this bullshit as well. But uh, it's super fun just to talk to your friends. Ramble about on. It. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, if you'd like to rate and review us, you can do that on your favorite podcast app. That is always appreciated. Uh, five stars are always appreciated. No mm-hmm. other stars are ever appreciated. Uh, you can email us or contact us by various means, all in the show notes. So look those up if you care to. But otherwise, we just really uh, enjoy doing this show. And thanks for listening. That's always fun. So It is mm-hmm. fun. It's a highlight of my week yeah, every right? week to speak with you. And that we don't talk for the rest of the week at, at all. all. We avoid uh, Under it. any circumstances, yep. we cannot. I like because everything is content. Like it should. Like when we first started this show, and you'd come up from Texas, we, there were points where we'd be in the car together, and we'd be talking about, and like our conversations naturally deviate toward pop culture. Yeah. It's just who we are. Uh, I forget names. I talk about pop culture, and then that third thing I mentioned, another thing I've forgotten. So that there were points where we'd be like, "Oh, we got to save this for the show." But now we just like we open the show with just talking about like nonsense, yeah. but. So now we just like we can't ever speak outside of the show at all. It's, it's, it's all content. We, we yeah, legally, like for like legal reasons, we can't get into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're barred from doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Legally, we can't do it. I was actually surprised uh, texting each other about this upcoming show that we're doing currently right now. Mm-hmm. We both revealed things we had seen to try to see if we could talk about something like Loki and Black Widow that we had seen <laughs> together. We could both talk yeah. about, but it's like we usually save those for each other and surprise each other. We literally don't even say uh-huh. what we've been watching so yeah. that we can mm-hmm. talk about it on there. And then sometimes we just find out like, oh, I watched that, too. 
had mm-hmm. no clue. It's like, what kind of friends are we? Well, again, I, I, I'm just so forgetful now that like when I was setting up my computer this morning to record, I was like, what order do I do this in? Like, how do I pull this up? I, I can't it's remember. A, it's been a like, I think I had like turned my Mac off. Mm. While I was on vacation, and then when I had like come back and turned it on, like the little like icons weren't weren't like ready to yeah, go yeah. already. You know, they were. I had to like click on a thing. It's like too I much. It's too okay, much. I don't. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to get into the yeah, clicking yeah. drama. I just. I just can't. Guys, they just you like need another vacation, bro. I need a vacation <laughs> from this vacation, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Holy shit! Give me some more of that watered down vodka. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Is this water? Is it vodka? Either way, why is it brown? Yeah. That's strange. I love Mexico. <laughs> Steve, there was a point where I went up and um, I like to take my test buds for a, a drive every mm-hmm. once in a while. You know, I like uh, I love a vacation pina colada. It's my favorite. I've got to learn how to make it because it's oh, just yeah. so good. Even if there's no alcohol in it, it just tastes so mm-hmm. good. And it's like very, very sweet or whatever. So I, I had several of those uh, on my vacation, but I would still like to... Uh, try things out here and there. Um, my wife had pointed out to me like, oh, they have like uh, mojito, mojito, mojitos <laughs> are the drink of the day. That's how you say it. Here in <laughs> mojito. I'll have a mojito. Um, mojitos were the drink of the day. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let me get one from the bar. They made it. They gave it to me. It, <laughs> it was like brown in color. Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, oh, that looks, r- I don't think that's the color it's supposed to be. I'm like, yeah, I think it's supposed to be like clear and also green. And this is brown. Like, I think your limes have gone bad. Yeah. She was like, so are you going to toss it? I was like, hell no. I'm toss it back. You know who I am. I don't don't waste food or drink. That's also a character trait. Yeah. Um, So I drank it. Uh, I drank it. I was was fine. It's not bad. It's fine. Uh, It was not good. Yeah. But it was like it tasted like old, Mm. you know? Yeah. It tasted like my drink had (laughs) facial old people prosthetics on it and then it was about to give up on life. What if they just like, uh, is it like every day they had a signature drink? Is that what you're kind of getting at? Y- yes. Yeah. What if they just like recycled yeah, like, it you, you every get... day? They're just like, like, what can you make with the last the leftovers from yesterday? Let's mix them together. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I've had that before. Yeah. Uh, I think they call that like the trash can. Oh, it was like at some uh, like bar place mm. uh, we went to in downtown Tulsa a couple of years back. They were like, yeah, we have this thing called the trash can. It's essentially just like whatever little bit of alcohol we've got in uh, yeah, yeah. these various like bottles and we just kind of mix it all together it's like i'll try i'll try that I'll, give me a kiss and i'll try i am it. a trash person Let's try that does sound delicious mm-hmm. it does it's weird that they offered it to me on site as i walked into it oh he'll buy They're this. like hey this this drink looks like you feel inside I'm like yep that's you nailed me. it he <laughs> got it in one <laughs> but yeah well i like that um mm-hmm. well yeah anything else for you today man uh, I think I just went through all of it. So, no, oh, I'm good, good deal. Uh, well, mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun talking to you today about all these things. And uh, I'm definitely going to check out that comic, fun. those comic books, rather. Oh, my that God. That sounded great. Do. Um, they are yeah. incredible. So, yeah, that, that was really You'll cool. You'll have a good time feeling bad. That's my favorite good time. So, you know me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, looking forward. We should be, uh, you know, back to our normal schedule every week, week to week now. So, uh, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. So, Stay tuned for that, I guess. But we don't have anything uh, <laughs> yeah. lined up or, or anything like that. But uh, yeah, it'd be fun. We'll find out something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, the Suicide Squad is coming mm. out soonish. So it'd be fun to um, do the other. Yeah, yeah. What, what, uh, Suicide Squad and then. Oh, that's not going to be fun. I take it back. Yeah. It's not going to be fun leading up to it. Birds of Prey, though. But Birds of Prey is. 
I it's just it's a movie I haven't I seen. Have that's what I'm, you know. Yeah, and I love Margot mm-hmm. Robbie. Yeah. Um, well, you like her in these movies, though. That's I know, the question. People seem to really like her as that character. I'm not even sold on that yet, but uh, yes, some people seem to like yeah. that. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. So that yeah, maybe we'll play that pretty soon because we need to get back into our DC yeah. rewatch. Make sure to temper down our expectations after these Marvel stuff. So that sounds good. Well, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Adios, señores y señoritas. <laughs> You got what I need, but you say he's just a friend, and you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need, but you say he's just a friend, but you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need, but you say he's just a friend, but you say he. I mean, you're pretty good at it. I, you know, I like to explore. To I like mm-hmm. to explore. It's fun. Yeah. It's like a fun voice. They're like a few different versions of, of that voice mm-hmm. I like to do. I like to do the uh, Mexican announcer. And then there's the uh, there's something about like uh, uh, someone with a lisp speaking Spanish. That is fun to me. <laughs> Hola, senor. Oh, and you can hit up two different things, you know, two different groups to make yeah. fun of. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> No, I didn't mean it. <laughs> not making fun, though. No, not That's making fun. Having fun with. Having fun you know? with. Exactly. Man, I would hear people like speaking Spanish, and like in my head, I was like, I just want to say what they're saying. Yeah. But they're gonna be like, "Oh, you are thought speaking or Espanol, no?" No, like, oh man, no. Hola. Then a guy from a booth is like, "No, yo sé." No. You know, but there's no goal. There's no, 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 no goal. No, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. yeah. Fajita, senor. <laughs> Record. Oh yeah, it is recording. Oh. So, I I have a question for you, Stephen. Mm. I swear to God, I swear to God, Brandy is calling me right now. <laughs> Just got, hold on. Hello, you are on LTAS Radio. Oh, okay, great, because I'm at my car is not starting. Oh, well, oh. that's not good. You better actually leave. No. <laughs> yeah, you better go yeah. check that out. <laughs> yeah, let me go check that out. All right, just a sec. Oh, no. Record it again. Recording again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. Hey, hey, none of that. None of that. There we go. Um, so I looked into Brandy's vehicle, and as you and I just discussed off air, I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know cars. Like, I've, I've barely seen the movie Cars, but in this case, I, yeah. I'm like, um, you don't have any eyeballs on your windshield. That's that's the first diagnosis I would Number have. Number one. Uh-huh. And um, Plus, did you get car- consent before... Entering this car. Oh fuck! God, I'm gonna get canceled over this. <laughs> oh no! I did not think it would happen like this. There are so many other ways <laughs> so I thought other. it would get canceled, and then wow. We yeah, had so I much not. taint talk. I thought that would have done it. You know, that but. would have been like it's it. Taint talk is like a top twenty. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, that's yep. not even like in the top three. <laughs> oh. Obviously, um, 
but yeah, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Um, turns out we are just gonna have to take the car to the dealership. You and I had mm. a hilarious conversation about oh, like so good. the clicking sound the engine was making. Mm-hmm. I suggested there's crickets in there. Oh. We'd have to send in a you guys should have been there. a horny toad or a bearded <laughs> dragon. Yeah. Oh, then once yeah. that's in the engine, like how do you get that out? And then you suggested a bear. Obviously, oh. you send in a bear. Mm-hmm. It's a Simpsons. It routine. seems like overkill. Mm-hmm. It really does seem like overkill. Like you could send in like a smaller animal, but no, bears are the yep. solution. Um, except we don't really have bears in Oklahoma, so it's going to be like very cost prohibitive. So we just decided mm. we're just going to take it to the dealership uh, when it opens up. And, I was uh, tomorrow. I was talking about gummy bears in that conversation though, because uh, they lure them out. And then you know how you get the gummy bears out? You send me in because I love <laughs> me some gummy. I do. <laughs> we had um, uh, we recently went on a trip, mm-hmm. and I had uh, some some gummy dinos that I found in an airport. What? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. made for you. That's amazing. It was specifically made for me. Yeah. Were they overpriced? Hell yeah. Oh, did yeah. Did I buy them? Hell yeah, yeah. I did. These are only They're $18 so a pound. Uh, three mm. pounds, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can afford it. <laughs> we'll find the money. So, uh, yeah, th- those were very good. But speaking of food, mm. Stephen, I wanted to ask you, is there any type of food you've done a 180 Ooh turn on because i will tell you this Mm -hmm. something happened to both my wife and myself oh yeah recently eh, within the past couple of months but semi-recent um that uh both of us kind of poo-pooed for the majority of our lives but we have discovered it wow and uh we really give it a second chance and my god it has taken over our lives i'm intrigued what is this so uh you know Listeners of the show will recognize that my wife and I don't, uh, what do you call it, get along um, <laughs> and or agree on anything. Famously. However, uh, there are certain foods that we don't uh, care for. And I'm not really a picky eater, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there's a, you know, there's a particular food item that I had avoided. I mean, it's not hard to do. There's like, you know, other food in the world. So it's not like I don't, I don't hadn't brought it up. But yeah. I will say that there is something about cottage cheese my entire life oh, that I was like sure. oh this seems gross it does. to me it, yeah and you've taken you know you turned around i turned around wow. yeah she brought home some cottage cheese she went out running with her running group a couple of months back and uh one of her uh runner friends mm-hmm. said hey you got to try this cottage cheese and she was like yeah nah. <laughs> yeah uh-huh or you know whatever she sounds like um <laughs> we don't, we don't really what talk. i'm talking about. but yeah <laughs> So, and so she like brought home this container and she said, you got to try this. I was like, oh, okay. You brought home food to me. I like this. Also, I'm not picky, so I'm sure I'll enjoy it. She takes the lid off the container. It is cottage cheese. Was it a specific brand that her friend was like, you got to try this? Well, it was, they went out to like some like breakfast place Mm. and one of her, her friends got cottage cheese there. Okay. And uh, it was good. So she presents it to me and I'm like, yeah. Raps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what it sounds like. I don't. I don't listen to the show. But I, uh, I tried it. And I was like, oh my god, this changes everything. Wow. So ever since then, we've been buying multiple containers of cottage cheese from Le Grocery Store. Wow. And uh, you get yeah, into it's, buckets it's like, yet? Uh, not. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> if if I can go to a, like a Costco or a Sam's Club, <laughs> yeah, and there's like, like five gallon, <laughs> yeah, like an oil drums worth of cottage oh, cheese, yeah. we would go through it. We've been buying like multiple containers Crazy. every time we go grocery shopping, and it's just like part of our diet. And both of us are lactose intolerant, 
Like yeah, it totally will, works. I've I'll be honest with you. I invite a lot of people over to my house. Mm-hmm. I've never invited lactose over because I'm I will not tolerate it. Yeah, that's true. I guys, I've known Brent for a while. That is true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Like there was one time when you guys were in town and you were staying with us and a block of Swiss cheese called and was like, "Hey, can I come over?" And I was like, <laughs> "No. You may not. I won't tolerate it." But we have our, our uh, dairy uh, pills that we take with it and a uh, small price to pay for mm-hmm. delicious, delicious cottage cheese. Throw a little pepper on that. Sometimes my wife will dice up some onions or not onions, tomatoes, tomate, and uh, throw that on there. And uh, my God, it's so good. That's I just so love it so much now. Do you do it with just a spoon? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, Hand sometimes, or? sometimes I just have it, uh, poured in my butt funnel. You gotta oh, bypass yeah. the liver, mm-hmm. you know? But- <laughs> If, if you're out of dairy pills, you, naturally, you butt chug some cottage cheese. Oh, God. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It's early in the morning. It's in the morning. I didn't like it, and I'm the one who said it. Well, I, I don't know. I, I was trying to think when you asked me uh, in your loving way that you always do when you ask a question and then answer it yourself and go mm-hmm. on a story, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, mm. I was trying to think like, I don't know, I can't think of anything really that I've turned around on like that, but I'm glad that we're having the cottage cheese conversation because that's one that has always disgusted me as well. And, okay. uh, Amanda, my so wife you, likes it yeah. though, I believe mm-hmm. she doesn't eat it often, but I think she does like it. Uh, but it's something about the texture for me. It's just, ugh. that's, that's where I was at mm-hmm. with it. But, um, that, and like when you open up a container of cottage cheese, you have that like weird, like cottage cheese swamp water on top of yeah, it. It's yeah, yeah. just hanging out. It's just like, no, it doesn't seem good. So you but, to, um, yeah, you're supposed to shoot that first, right? Like a like a whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Again, again, get the butt funnel, you know? <laughs> pour, that, pour, that, pour that CCW, that uh, kind of cheese water, oh. all up in your butt, you know? Yeah. Just get it in there. Oh. CCW, That's I love to look that up on Pornhub. A CCW, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different context, but yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So man, new thing uh, yeah, for I, you. I'm, That's amazing. I'm I'm all about it. I hear like, it's really like, good for you. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. it's one of those things that healthy people seem to eat, um, which is maybe why I avoid it. Um, but also, there's there's mm-hmm. this guy that I like a lot named Jason Kander. He was a politician in uh, Missouri, and mm-hmm. uh, now he he's a veteran. He works for this really cool group that they build like um, tiny homes for veterans and a community thing. Um, so it's really cool. But like they're they're like scaled down like one sixth size of a human yeah exactly they mm-hmm. shrink them it's like uh downsizing you seen that movie with matt damon mm-hmm. uh yeah nobody did uh <laughs> no i've not seen it but i know what you're talking about yeah but anyway what he's, a cool he's thing a big, to uh, like build these like tiny model homes and be like see i did this for you i did it now you <laughs> if you could just shrink yourself you live in it so and while okay. you're living on the street you can light it on fire if you want for warmth yeah. there you go now thank me for my candor yeah. it is my last hey, name hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like a big he, he's a veteran he's he's always been like really healthy he's a big like health nut and stuff he and his wife both exercise a lot and so he started spreading around what he loves to do one of his healthy snacks is cottage cheese with um I, i'm just lose, lost my totally trained of thought pineapple huh pineapple no cottage oh, cheese okay. with uh hot sauce <gasps> which sounds really brent to me it does yes and uh so he said it and people were like oh that's disgusting and like Still, this was like a year or two ago that he he first like tweeted this out or whatever. And since then, like so many people just randomly will tweet him. Oh, my God, you've changed my whole fucking life. It's the best snack in the world. Cottage cheese yeah. with hot sauce. And mm-hmm. when you said that you like that, I was like, man, I think Brent would like, you know, the hot sauce on there, too. You should give that a shot. 
You know, I uh, I keep sriracha stocked in my fridge mm. at all times. Mm-hmm. I, I buy a, a large bottle of it because I put it on everything. Yep. But I've not not done that yet mm-hmm. um, just because I'm like, you know, uh, the, the combination of dairy and then like spicy. What will it do to my organs? Totally. That's a valid will point. Will it churn into nothing? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? I got shit to do today. It's a good way to go. It's a good way to go, you know? <laughs> I love sriracha so much, I just put it on everything. Go, if I yeah. could, like, you know, sriracha my crotch, then I, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A little treat for daddy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sometimes when I just want to feel anything, something, you know? Yeah. Squirt, squirt a little of that on my pee hole. Woo! Make me dance. Oh, man. <laughs> Look, it's going to sting for about 28 minutes, but, like, after that, the elation it. you feel. Ugh. Oh. When yeah. you, when you, so you do that first, then you stick your dick in cottage cheese to like cool it down. Not, this, not when you're going to eat, of course. This is a game changer. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? Like when you, when you eat something spicy. Yeah, it was on that episode of The Simpsons, which I take as gospel truth, totally. uh, where Homer eats that like super hot pepper. And then uh, he's trying to find milk mm-hmm. because oh, I guess yeah. there's like the lactose in the milk like coats your tongue and, and makes the heat go away so maybe that's yeah. what it so like listeners if you're out there like fucking like hot peppers mm-hmm. sriracha you know some um <laughs> you know generally like spicy foods a hot plate of fajitas i guess um you know just dump some uh some pour some milk on it yeah just pour milk on mm-hmm. it you're good to go there's yeah. um i mentioned a lot on here uh, one of my favorite shows is high maintenance on hbo and mm-hmm. there's an episode where this guy is um going out on a date with a girl he uh, thought that she really liked spicy things, so he's, he's cooking stuff for her at his apartment. He's, like, slicing jalapenos, and she's like, oh, I'm not into spicy stuff. And he's like, oh, it's cool. I'm just going to go to the bathroom real quick. We'll go, like, out to eat somewhere that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And then in the bathroom, he's like, oh, God. Oh, dear God. And he had forgotten to wash his hands between oh. cutting the peppers, and now oh, he no. has touched his junk. And uh-huh. so their, like, first real date or whatever is... <laughs> is her going to buy gallons of milk at the local bodega and coming up and dunking his balls in it. And it shows everything. And it's fucking hilarious. And he's just like, she like, like jelly sets his balls in this like saucer of milk. And he's like, oh yeah. And they like barely know each other. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. There's, uh, that, that really works apparently. There's something in the, I think it like counteracts the enzymes and the, the peppers and stuff. It actually like does something. And like water just like, moves it around so it just makes it worse like if you drink water after eating something like super spicy it'll just like mm-hmm. make it worse you know yeah yeah it has like the opposite effect you would think like i've been yeah. to a restaurant before where i've eaten like something super spicy and then you take a sip of ice cold water and you think oh well like temperature wise it's yeah, cool right. but yeah it just it spreads <laughs> it to the worse. other part of your tongue yeah, yeah. that's why but i don't eat other- spicy things anywhere at a restaurant i'm like too terrified and i don't want to just give me some milk i got it you know, they have like a, a cow. They waddle over. They just squirt like, it. Squ- yeah, squirt it. <laughs> We're doing shots over here. Milk shots. They're just like doing it across the restaurant, like squirting. See how yeah. far. Get it, Bessie. You can get over there. It's only there's 12 this, feet. There's this restaurant in town called the Flying Roll. And I think they're like mm-hmm. similar places are all over uh, the U.S. But like they'll like throw rolls to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from like the center of the restaurant or whatever, um, which is weird. I'm, I, I don't I don't know. It's, I, it's a strange thing. It is a strange thing. But I'm glad you mm-hmm. mentioned that because uh, years ago when I first heard about such a thing existing, I thought, oh, what a great idea. And now in COVID times, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. no, 
I know. That's how I feel about like shaking hands. Like, if I oh, watch a movie, yeah. I see like two businessmen meet. They shake hands. I'm like, what? At, in this economy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. But I was thinking of this flying roll place where you know you just like shout and they like throw a roll to you. What if they do that with the cow? Where you're just like, I need a milk shot. And they're like, hold on, guts. <laughs> Across the restaurant, <laughs> just hitting people left and right. Oh dear God, it's in yeah. my eye. Hey, you look thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, years ago when I worked at uh, Alamo Drafthouse, the the awesome cinema, we would do like all these cool movie events, and one of, some of them we would like throw like crepe paper in the rolls um, around the theater, you know, so like it would like like a toilet paper, like your toilet paper in someone's house, like it, you know, as it moves through the air, it kind of unwinds, and it's like oh that's mm-hmm. so great, but they don't always unwind. Sometimes that like I was like this is a theater of like six hundred people, we're just throwing around things. Yeah. There are drinks and food. I'm like, I was so surprised we never got sued or no one got hit in the <laughs> face. Like no one ever complained. Yeah. But I was like, there are mm-hmm. definite times that I, I like chucked a huge like thing of crepe paper and it did not unravel. And it's just hurtling through the air at someone's face. But yeah. it's all dark and I can't see anybody. So fuck it. You know, <laughs> I wish we had milk, though, to do the same thing. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just handfuls of milk. He's going to did you ever have in school those like milk bags? Have we talked about those before? What? Oh god! No. Like instead of what milk is carton, a milk bag. Oh, Brent, it was the uh-huh. grossest thing. Instead of a carton of milk, for some reason, it was like it looked basically like a boob implant. It was like just what? filled with like whiter, you know, like regular milk or chocolate milk, and and these like plastic bags, and you were just supposed to like poke them with a straw and like suck it out. But like, it's like just a bag of milk, like served to teenagers. Bad idea, bro. Those things got thrown around. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's oh weird. my god. Yeah, you missed out. I thought I went to a poor school, <laughs> but we had like cartons of tiny ass milk, which is weird. Like you don't want to eat that with this gross ass, hyper greasy, like pizza rectangles. Oh and, yeah. I don't know. Chocolate like, I get, milk. Like, it's, that, yeah. Yeah, I get that it's supposed to be like you know part of a complete meal or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, make sure you have some dairy in there. But that is but disgusting. That's when when. A whole lie. Well, eventually, yeah, right. it's like all the milk industry. They're like all the dairy industry. They're like, let's tell everybody that milk is really good for you. And it's like, mm-hmm. it turns out it's not. Yeah, uh, it turns out a lot of fucking fat <laughs> in that shit. Um, but also, like, I remember when they first introduced uh, apple juice as like part of it. Oh. I was like, guys, this is a game changer. But also, like, the apple juice was like half the size of the milk carton, mm-hmm. which was already small. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know like, so about. you have to like get all of your like. You have to like budget your drinking, yeah, like throughout your your lunch, essentially. Especially those pizza rectangles. Oh my god, yeah. You're like you got to keep track of. It's actually maybe it was like they were trying to teach us. You know, it's like a math problem. You're like your juice box has this many sips in it. Your pizza mm-hmm. rectangle has this many bites in it. You got to mm-hmm. figure that out as you go along. Make sure mm-hmm. they match all the way down. Also, do we mention you're on a train to Philly, and then your friend <laughs> is on a train? From San Francisco, also to Philly. Same track. in Oklahoma. Yeah. Like, what, what are, how does this work? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, fuck it. I'll just, I guess I'll just shotgun this fucking tiny ass apple juice. Yep. Just... Get my butt funnel. <laughs> you know, bypass the liver. It's the one thing I know. You got to bypass the liver. I think it's just for alcohol. You don't know that. You don't know that. It, that, it could know. have fermented in the box, mm-hmm. in the juice box. That's right. Could be apple pucker now. Apple book. Could be. Well, Steven, I believe we found our sync word. Hey, we did it. 
<laughs> that's what you, that's what you call when you butt chug apple juice, apple pucker, apple pucker. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> God. All right, so apple pucker to sink <clears throat> on three, one, two, three. Apple, apple pucker. pucker. Oh, you. <laughs> You did the sound that you make whenever you happens to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's when you're, that's when you're like holding it in. Oh, feels great. It's good. It's good. It's good for my body. Hey, Hibbert, get out there. Do some, do some, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, where you're like, touch the, the floor and then like jump up and then. Oh, burpees. Burpees. Mm. Get out there and do some burpees. It's like, uh, coach, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't hold it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, here, take my buck plug. Stick yeah. it in there, hold it in. Yeah, yeah. It's jewels. Well, I'm going uh, <clears throat> to have, uh, I'll hand this to you in a napkin. It says, it's a little damp. It's a little damp. Oh. Uh, need you to go in the restroom. Doesn't matter, boys, girls, I don't care. Uh, that's on you. Uh, We're all Satan children, it's fine. That's right. Hey, <laughs> hey, hell Satan. You know, we've all said it. We all said it. Morning prayer. Anyway, uh, need you to get in there, put this, put this in your butt. It'll hold everything in there. Is it made of cork? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. So you can float better what? in a pool. What? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm a, I, I know we are at a poor school. We could not afford an actual swimming pool, but there is a kids like waiting pool. Mm. Uh, I'm going to have you all like cool off in later. Do not be surprised if you get in with your tummy up and then you, your, your butt forces you over on your belly. <laughs> It's just the natural buoyancy of the court. Yeah. You know how it works. Hey, poor school's got to make it work, you know? You got to do what you got to do when you go to a poor school. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you can't afford, like, the fancy butt plugs with the uh, bedazzled jewel yep. on oh, the end yeah. of it, you know? Or, like, a heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you got to have, like, just regular cork sometimes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it wasn't even made for that purpose. They're actually just recycled. Like, mm-hmm. the teacher had wine the night before. Mm-hmm. You know, after that wine got a little loose, mm-hmm. sat on the cork, felt good. Brought it to school, gave it to the kids, floating device. Poor school got it. We've all been there. 